You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens weekly where two old guys, one of them being sick and the other maybe being sick. I've been accused of being <laughs> sick today. 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 You're actually sick. I've been sick since Thursday. And, yeah, sick and demented. Yep. <laughs> Just asking for fucked up shit all the time. Sick and demented is our radio show. <laughs> You're sick. I'm demented. Sick. I'm demented, Dave. Sick and demented. <laughs> Six Saberto and Demented Dave. <laughs> you have a lot of cool nicknames. Yeah. Saberto, Dry Tubs. That, that's just the one that I call <laughs> Spree. you. Spree. You know that thing up there that no one ever called me that I want people to call me? I forgot about it because grade. it's yeah. not good. Yeah, no. <laughs> Saberto is much better. <laughs> Even though I stumbled upon it, like I stumbled like to get through it a few episodes back. I was like, Saberto? I can't. What, <laughs> what is it? Saberto. <laughs> Uh, two old guys play old games. This week, um, I don't know if it was requested or we just wanted to do it. It wasn't requested. It, okay. it was um, the game of the month over in the Retro ah, Video Game of the Month Club, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a group on Facebook that Steve and Michael uh, of Facebook, who you probably know from the Nerdy Thursday podcast, mm-hmm. he called in uh, to that show a lot. Uh, he started, and um, it's pretty cool. I recommend you check it out. Uh, each month, he puts a poll up in the group on what game we want to play that month. It's kind of like a book club, mm-hmm. but instead of books, it's old better. video games. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot better than books. <laughs> so I, again, I had to turn my head to cough. So you guys, if you hear sniffling and snucking and snucking. coughing, snucking, yeah, that's <laughs> snuck. Is that yeah. like a British term? Maybe. No. Yeah. It was snogging. The first time I heard that, a Garfield comic. It's a real it was word. The first time I saw I that, just made that it up. Be used. snucking, snuck, like, like <laughs> that. snuck. Yep. Okay. Like that, not that, snuck that in. Lovely that's, sound I'm sure everybody enjoyed. I sneaked into a theater. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. snuck in. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're using it properly. Uh, but before we start breaking down Castlevania Bloodlines for the Sega Genesis. Yeah, the Sega Genesis. I'm your beard host, Tyler, and sick boy. The same day I got sick, I also had my uh, bladder pacemaker trial installed into my back. You had all the wires coming out and everything? All the, yep. It was it was weird because I went in and they basically like... Gave you the cyborg treatment. Uh-huh. Like the the, the shitty plastic cyborg treatment. <laughs> You're like Lobot. Do you know who Lobot is? <laughs> no, but it makes sense. Lobot is, a, is probably the best character in Star Wars ever. Okay. Um, he is... Uh, he's kind of like a... He, he's kind of like a bald albino eunuch cyborg... So me already. <laughs> well, I see where you're. I, you, uh, never mind. You already saw where I was going with that. 
You're much cooler than Lobot. Thank you. Yeah, you're much cooler than Lobot. Although I hope... Okay. You're much cooler. You still have your balls. Yeah, right. Otherwise, you're exactly the same. <laughs> you're like Loga balls. <laughs> but Lobot, I was uh, really looking forward to Lobot making an appearance in the Solo movie that just came out rec- kind of recently-ish. Um, he did not. He didn't show up. I haven't heard anyone talk about that. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. It's like... Not a great movie, but it's mm. it's good, you know. Yeah. And it, I don't know. Everyone's complaining about the that movie was well. We knew that Han wasn't gonna die, and that that Chewie's gonna meet Chewie. We can tell that story mm-hmm. how he met Chewie, and Chewie's not gonna die. So it's like I can I get it. It's like there are moments in the movie where it's like not as suspenseful because it's like right, then I kill Han Solo. <laughs> I mean, because it's a prequel. Like, I did try some Wookiee meat the other day, Dave. You tried Wookiee meat? Wookiee meat. What is that? I, it, Wookiees aren't real. It was chewy. Ah! <laughs> 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 jokes on jokes yeah. on jokes. <laughs> I also saw that on the Tad Nation Facebook yep, group. <laughs> yep. I didn't know if I saw it on Reddit or the Tad Nation. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of bleed together. <laughs> um, but I went in, and they like measured from my telt. Because what was going on after all the medicine I've taken? Did now? you ask them about the butt shelf when they were in there? I thought about it for you a second. Have. You should have. You should have asked it. them about the butt shelf. But my my urologist is kind of a, hey, what's up? Or not even a what's up. Just like, hey, this is the problem. Okay, I'm done. Bye. Like, no banter, no talk, in, out. Like, I'm like all right. I wish he would have said what's up. Like, he's like the Doogie Hauser. Show me your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like the rude Doogie Hauser. Now let me shove this water camera on your pee hole again. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. There Bye. You, it's all good. You got wires coming out? It's fine. Yeah. It's normal. It's cool. <laughs> That's how we like everybody, it. Everybody has it. <laughs> but the nerves in my pelvic floor do not properly communicate with my brain. Is, what is, is a pelvic what floor? Said. I've heard that phrase used before. I don't I don't know all that well. Okay. I don't I assume, I assume it's just like the the inner part of your pelvis. But I don't know that for sure. All right. There, but there's floor in there. There's, there's That's what there's some flooring. There's yeah. some flooring in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My subfloor got to tear that shit up. Yeah. Put it back down. All, uh-huh. Your nerves are all fucked up in your subfloor. Puts a new drywall up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Puts <drywall> on the new <laughs> in the new pelvic floor. <laughs> got to wake my ass up at five a.m. <laughs> <laughs> got to install a drywall on the new Tyler pelvic floor. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, get piss right. <laughs> so how'd it go? It was it was good. It was it was just kind of weird. Can you piss right? Did you piss right? I did. It did help mm-hmm. because when I went in and he measured like where it should be, gave me two uh, semi painful shots to numb everything up, and then I my, couldn't see. I my, couldn't see what was going on. What did he measure? Uh, the length of like my tailbone. And parts of my butt, I guess, to know exactly man, how far to go. What a job, right? <laughs> what a job! Like, at what point do you, is he like, man? I went to fucking med- medical school, and all I do is like measure butts. <laughs> I, I put stuff in dicks and touch butt shelves. <laughs> but I've got more money than you'll ever see. So. Yeah, it's true, and I am I am a doctor. So, <laughs> and at this hospital, we don't even have to be nice. We're universally known just for this to be a terrible department. But where else are you gonna go? <laughs> Not my hospital, by the way. Yeah. Why didn't you go to your hospital? Because I, before, when I worked at You're this embarrassed hus- about your tailbone? Well, yeah. I don't want anybody out of work. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I get it. I started this procedure oh. whenever I was still working at that hospital. I see. The old, and that yeah. hospital, my insurance there required me to go to the I hospital. Gotcha. Okay. So I just All didn't right. want to have to, st- I figured I would have had to start over and have more stuff <laughs> shoved in my dick. And I did not want to do yeah. that. How does it feel leaving the hospital that you work at to go to another go to hospital? Com- go to the competitor. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, when people that still know me see me walk in, 
just, what dick, you, dick doctor. I'm here to cook, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just figured I'd volunteer today. <laughs> yeah, just figured you guys, you know, I know we're crushing you, so I'm just here, you know, to see what you guys need to I like, I like that idea. <laughs> Show up with a couple people and be like, look, we heard you're on, you're, coming, yeah. you're falling on hard times. We're, we're I mean, help. we're like Trump. We're tired of winning. <laughs> we're here just to, you know, help you guys out. Because <laughs> uh, they... I'm not sure exactly if he cut it. I don't believe he cut into me. I believe it was like he just put me. You were numbed up. Yeah, I was numbed up, and he put uh, some kind of plastic lead down into the, the holes where the, he gave me the shot and ran what he said a was like. plastic lead? A, like something, a plastic part to like go down there to make it go smoothly down. Okay. So a tube. A, a he tube, put a tube yeah. in you. A tube with a, he said it was similar to a guitar string. Okay. And he ran. Well, shit! I got one of those down. at the house. Could have done that. Got a drill, straw drill, guitar how much, string. How much you pay this guy? <laughs> Man, you want a guitar string in your butt? Just come over to my house. I'll do that shit real cheap. Lawn mower batteries, fine. <laughs> Make you piss lightning crap thunder. <laughs> but it was it was weird because like I could feel something weird. descending into my butt cheeks. So and they then, went in. It went into your cheek. No, it went down, but it, I could feel it in my butt I cheeks. See. So I just like I felt it go slide into me down into my butt. So where did it go? Like w- like into your tailbone? Like like where did it? Where it did it insert? Into in the hole? It went in, in the no no hole into my back. Okay. No, he he made back uh in in the middle of my back. Okay, and then ran it down my tailbone into. My pelvis. Oh, your pelvic floor. My pelvic floor. All right. But I could feel the sensation like in my butt cheeks. So it's okay. Because that's probably your butt cheeks weren't like all numb and they were like the probably like the closest thing. Just the entry hole was numb. Right. (laughs) So he got it down there and was like, all right, can you feel this? And then I hear him turn on a battery that starts, you know, and I I feel like like a tapping in, in my butt cheek. He's like, all right, is it going down? Yep. Close to your hole. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's do the other side. So he's like going to your. He was going to the no-no hole from the opposite way. Yeah, he's getting there from the inside. He was like gonna like loop it around, like pull it out, <laughs> pull it out of your butt, wrap it around that hole. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he's like, now I got a Tyler lasso. <laughs> I made myself a little, made myself a little <laughs> half hitch. <laughs> and he did it to the other side and made sure I could feel it around, like. I'm sure it wasn't actually around all that stuff, but the the rep feeling reference was like, are is this tapping on either side of your butthole? Which side of the butthole? And I was like, is yeah. it like at the optometrist where he's camera like, camera one, camera yeah, two? Yeah, yeah. Is he like, all right, better or worse? <laughs> Click. All right, better or worse? I've had that experience once. I need to go do it again. Yeah, you're supposed to do that like yearly, I think. Oh yeah, it's been like it's been a few years. Like I normally go. Years. I normally go every two years. Yeah. And I really need to go. Well, oh, my know, glasses like, are broken too. So they're broken. To, like they're, I mean, they're wearable, but like the frames are bent up. And what happened? I think my prescription has changed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. I don't wear them super consistently. Uh huh. Oh, like I wear them to work when I have a lot of office work to do. Yeah. But other than when that, you want to look smart. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I am up for a promotion, <laughs> so I'm gonna wear my glasses for a bit. But they're all bent up. I'm gonna wear them anyway. <laughs> I, I, do, I look like I got these out of the dumpster. Melissa's got a picture of it. Like I'll, I will post if anybody wants to see it. Uh, but of they wound all sorts of tubes onto my back, taped me up, and taped a battery on the back of it. Put a big strap around my waist. Uh, it's like keep all this on. You can't take a shower for four days. Uh, you oh know, my god! If you want to, you know, wipe off with some baby wipes, don't no. take a shower. So how was that? 
I mean, I was sick anyway, How, so just like oh laying God, here was you fine. Were yeah. You were probably sick because of that. Yeah. Like when they were like. Well, I was, that morning, I was like, oh, fuck. I feel like I have oh, a fever. Yeah. I'm not waiting now, so fuck it. <laughs> Excuse me, doctor. Uh, I have a fever. Is that going to impair the battery? Strap <laughs> on my back at all? And then uh, she, she gave me a, a smartphone and showed me how to adjust the. It was a smartphone that was would work with the implant. Yeah. So that I What kind of phone sh- was it? Uh, a Samsung. Okay. So I'm not sure what kind. But so you didn't give that back. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I gave that <laughs> so back. Free phone. I could pick which cheek and then turn it up, turn it down. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. So what is the... I guess that's just where you feel your pelvic floor is in your butt cheeks? Well, I, What's, I felt it for a little while and the sensation went away. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what are the... Ad- so then when I would turn it up, like if I felt like... I needed something stronger. If like, yeah. you know, try to find out where I needed to be strength-wise to make for it to make a difference. And then they said because everything these are built to go in really, <coughs> really easy and come out really easy. So you can't bend or twist or. So by the end of the four days, they had moved up. By the end of the enough. four days, you were absolutely horny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did that work? Because I, I know you had, I know you tried to have sex with this thing. Oh no, on. I did have sex. I had sex yeah. like twenty minutes after I got home with a man. <laughs> so I'm numb, baby. Let's I, do this I shit. Her, I asked her, like Melissa went with me, and I was like, "Can we have sex?" And yeah, the, the doctor's like, now? <laughs> Here? Are you okay? Like, are you down? <laughs> yeah. How, yeah. <laughs> how discreet are you, doctor? <laughs> this does fall under doctor patient confidentiality. <laughs> well, I, it, it is, this is part of the Hippocratic Oath. I, I do have to have sex with you. Yeah. I need you to watch me fuck my wife and, like, watch my butthole, I guess. See if anything, see if anything's different. Can, can you cry while I do it? <laughs> You and Melissa, both, please. <laughs> I can't climax unless everybody in the <laughs> room is crying. crying. <laughs> I'm not allowed to go to the orphanage <laughs> anymore. Because <laughs> I tell them I'm going to adopt them all. Then I start jerking off and say, nope, never mind. <laughs> Smooth move, man. The most erotic episode of TV I've ever seen. Uh, Michael's Tots for the uh, episode of The Office. Yeah, Scott's the, Tots. The most cringeworthy episode of <laughs> The Office ever, I think, is Scott's Tots. Oh, yeah. Not as bad on like a second viewing, but like the very first time watching Scott's Tots episode, like I feel like that is like the last great episode of The Office. Yeah, I, I read an article on it uh, on Reddit. I don't know why. I guess the television subreddit. Somebody had written a big article about like how this is one of the most beautiful, cringy episodes in television history. That is like whenever someone tells me that they feel like the British office is better than the US office, <laughs> Scott's Tots is yeah. like w- the episode like that I go to because it is like, have you seen Scott's Tots? And they're always <laughs> like, no. I'm like, well, watch Scott's Tots and then come back and tell me <laughs> that it is, that the British office is, is a lot mm-hmm. more cringy. It's yeah. just, it is not. Nope, not from that. <laughs> it no, is not. <laughs> Because, let's see, and then I had to keep track of every piss and shit I took in a logbook to make sure it changed. Did you, you know, keep, like, they can't include that in the app? Nah, sh- they should have. I they know shit, been able to, like, man. Do it electronically, but and I just had to take it down on paper. And then, of, of course, over time, like, the first few days, like, immediate difference. Immediate. Like, I, what, I said, watched a, a whole movie and didn't have to get up. Like, that never happens. So What movie was it? Uh... Hotel Transylvania 3. There's a third one of those? Uh-huh. Went to the drive-in to see it. Oh, yeah. that's nice. You got to go to the drive-in. Yep. 
Yeah, I got. I drove all the way to drive in. I uh-huh. waited in line for food. I watched the movie. I drove home. Didn't have to pee the whole have the, time. Yeah, it's amazing. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. So when's the real one go in? Uh, I've go back next Tuesday, and I guess we'll probably set an appointment then. And they're like, sorry, we're all out. He's like, no, we. <laughs> I wanted one more time to you know get forty more dollars out of you, and then forty more dollars the next time, and then way more for a surgery. <laughs> He's like a drug so. dealer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like, yeah, oh, you want one of these? Do you like that? First hit of this <laughs> electric guitar string in your butt's free. It's free. Mm-hmm. After that, you're going to have to go to Dave's house and pay him $10. <laughs> Got to go to a street dock. <laughs> Shadow run style. I'd love to be a street dock. No one expects good things. Like, that's got to be the best gig mm-hmm. as a doctor because it's like, no one really, ex- like, there's like a 50% chance you're going to die. <laughs> it's like a wasteland doctor in Fallout fall mm-hmm. 4. That one doctor who's just wearing a coat. Are you a doctor? <laughs> Sure. Do you have a degree? In, do you have a degree? I have a theoretical degree in science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm trying to think what all. Because over uh, over time, though, it, that I felt like I was in like the bladder version of flowers for Algernon. Because, the bladder version of flowers because, for like, Algernon. When it first went in, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. They come out so easily. So every day they would come out a little bit more, and I can't like readjust them. So, like, what would come out? The I would, wires? Like, yeah. Okay. So, like, the amazing effects I had at first, like a little less, uh-huh. a little less, until like Sunday night, I got to pee like 20 times in uh-huh. the night. So, but yeah, I've definitely been having the permanent one as soon as I can. Well, good, man. I'm glad. Um, is that going to like impair like anything that you can do? I don't know. I guess I can't put my put my ass on any more microwaves. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm, I might TSA have to, gonna like. You're gonna I'm, like, I'm curious about if I'll have to like have a card with me to yeah. say like I have. You uh, might because like I know like a heart pacemaker is kind mm-hmm. of an issue with like TSA and stuff. Have you it? seen Nathan for you is back? I've I've heard it. It's that. back, but I haven't seen any of it. <sighs> Listen, I watched the whole fucking season. Yeah. Is it on like Hulu or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, it's so fucking so fucking good. I've only seen the first season of Nathan for You. Oh, that's Nathan a for really you. really good show. Because like that's one show. That, like there are a few shows that I've showed to Melissa, and I'm surprised about how funny she thought they were. That's one of them. She fucking loved Nathan for You, and it ends in like a a mini documentary where a guest, a weird guest from like the first or second season, like keeps coming to their office this whole time and like hanging out with them and they like just let him hang out. He's just he's a nice guy, just yeah. a weird lonely dude. Yeah. And he's telling him his life story and everything as he comes in and Nathan eventually like, I'm gonna help this guy out. So he does a deep dive in this guy's history and he talks about how his long lost love, he left her to go to Hollywood, but he just regrets that it happened, you know. He's like, I'm assuming it did not work girl, out in Hollywood. Hollywood. He, what? He was a Bill Gates impersonator. <laughs> oh my god, this isn't real. That's like the thing about Nathan well, for you. It's like <laughs> it gets to a point where I'm like, is it real? It's not, you know. And it's that's why, like, a show like that, I feel like it like needs to last for like six episodes, <laughs> and he needs to make a shitload of money off of it, <laughs> and then it's over forever, yeah. and everyone's just kind of left like. Wait, was that for was that for real? Was that a real thing? I can understand where like maybe there's been a few years between season two and season three to let shit die down. Yeah, I guess that's for, that's so fair. Maybe, but, but like, he was a Bill Gates impersonator. They they needed to hire Bill Gates impersonator for something they were doing for a scam or whatever in season one or two. Uh huh. So they hired this guy. I think I remember that vaguely. So it's that guy who just kept hanging at their office. Uh huh. And then like, is it John Hodgman? I wish it was John Hodgman. <laughs> shit. Um, eventually he's talking to that guy and uh, he says he went to Hollywood to do this and this and this and Nathan's like, 
I thought you went to Hollywood to be a Bill Gates impersonator. And the guy's like, I did. Before we hired you to be a Bill Gates impersonator, had you ever been a Bill Gates impersonator? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like this semi-sweet, semi-cringy thing of like trying to unite this guy with his long-lost love like 50 or 60 years ago. And he only like remembers like part of her name, and they have to like... <clears throat> do all of Nathan's bullshit stuff to try to get into his high school. Uh And like the last episode is like fucking brilliant. Yeah. Season three. It's Um, all hilarious. But that last episode is that's, it is something special. I have to, I'll have to watch it. I really like season one a lot and I watched it a really long time ago. I think we mentioned it on the show when I, when we were watching it because you told me about it. Yeah. There's an episode where he has to, he wants to sell bootleg chili in this minor league hockey stadium (laughs) But they won't let him come in and sell it. Who does? It. Nathan does? Nathan, yeah. There's this guy who's his life dream is able to sell his chili in this hockey hockey See, stadium. this shit ain't real. <laughs> you know, like, there's no yeah. way. Well, his, like, his restaurant is, like, themed with all this, like, minor league hockey team. And oh, like, I tried. Well. I tried to get in there to sell it, but, you know, they don't have vendor space. I can't do it. That's Nathan. how they make it believable. Nathan's like, I'm going to help I'm going to help you. <laughs> so he makes a chili suit, like a fat <laughs> suit that he fills with chili. <laughs> Uh-huh. And has like he's like, but it'll make the metal detectors go off. So then he fakes having a heart. Why would it make the metal detector? <laughs> yeah. What is in the chili? Well, because he has to have like this pneumatic dispenser to <laughs> dispense the chili out of his hands, like Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little tube, and he <laughs> spurts chili out of it. And then the other hand, he spurts like sour cream. <laughs> and then his hat is like uh-huh. has a grater inside of it, so he grates cheese <laughs> over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So he gets a note saying that he has a pacemaker. So uh-huh. so they just pat him down and let him go. <laughs> just pat him down. But he, sir, can you explain <laughs> all this fucking chili you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> well, and he has to go. He had to keep the chili up to food code. I was gonna so say, how does he be, keep it hot? So he has to heat heat the chili as well. How? But he get I forget how he keeps it hot. But he has to get this special thermal gel all over his body <laughs> so it doesn't burn him. Because he tried just putting on the hot chili suit and it burned him all over his body. So, <laughs> so it's, it's just so when you said like the pacemaker thing, you made me think of that episode because that episode is also really good. <laughs> and he, you see him going around just like mostly like little kids who don't know any better, and he's selling them chili out of his suit. And he goes back to the guy, I sold your chili. I made $23. <laughs> Here you go. I'm going to give you the chili suits anytime you want to go sell your chili. <laughs> all right. That's all season three? Mm-hmm. Right, I'll check it out. Because I, I, I need to watch season two as well. Mm-hmm. Will I be lost? <laughs> no, <laughs> you'll, be good. you'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all I got. Then. Chili well, suits and bladder pacemakers. We need to make a chili suit. <laughs> $2,000 Patreon goal. We'll That's probably how much it costs suits. Nathan, right? $2,000? Oh, I bet it's more than that. But, all right, $4,000 Patreon $4, goal. $4,000. So well, we'll, we'll each need one and sell yeah. chili at Tadpot Yeah, at the Louisville Arcade Expo? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not even going to ask them if we can sell chili. We're just going to assume. This is the Dave, they just wouldn't let Yeah, us. this is the Dave way. Where it's like, ah, they won't let us do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's circumvent it. <laughs> Like, there's so many times... Hi, internet. What's up? I'm Dave, your bespectacled host. And there are, like, so many times in my life where, like, I'll just assume that someone's not going to let me do something, so I will immediately start thinking of ways to work around it, <laughs> only to find out, like, later, yeah, it been, you should have just asked. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been fine. <laughs> like, that's essentially my childhood summed up, because I would always assume that my dad would say mm-hmm. no to something, 
So I would just take matters in my own hands and start start working. That's on always s- what I hear from Chaco Chica whenever she's discussing. Yeah, but you probably won't get to do that. Mm-hmm. Like every every single time she ever gets an idea about something, no, I probably won't get to. I'll have to. Oh, you'll have to scheme. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, look, some of us just like to scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we just like to scheme. Don't hate. Don't hate the. Don't, don't hate, hate the, the player, man. Yeah, I hate the game. <laughs> Uh, so, um, real important news. So they call you Lil' Grifter when you were, when you were eight. (laughs) Baby Grifter. Lil' Grifter. Real important news. I beat Star Fox this weekend. That was, I've done it before, but I just wanted to share with everybody that I enjoy Star Fox. (laughs) (laughs) And I finished it. We need to do Star Fox 2 at some point. I know. I'd love Mm -hmm. to do Star Fox 2. Um, I played on the SNES Classic Mm -hmm. and, um... In a weird way, I had to play Star Fox and beat it to prove to myself that I'm not going to die on the motorcycle that I am picking up in two days. <sighs> I'm picking, I found, I know, I'm Dave. back on it. I'm back on it, Dave. you remember? Go back to that class again that talked you out of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go back to the class. Go back to that horribly scary class yeah. that you walked away like, fuck this. Yeah, because no. it was. It was like when I went to that class, that training course, which I'm not going to do again. Uh, uh, good. Yeah. It's the smart thing to do. <laughs> Day one, all it was was like a group of 20 people talking about how they've almost died on motorcycles. <laughs> well, I don't want to die on a motorcycle, so I'm not listening to them anymore. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I'm picking it up uh, mm. Thursday. I am super excited. This fucking bike is mm. awesome looking. It is, but awesome it's looking. yeah, it is awesome looking because it's like if anybody listening to this uh, rides a motorcycle, like I know that Link does. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Link like, sells motorcycles too, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, anybody listening is gonna laugh. Anyone who anyone listening who rides is probably gonna laugh their ass off because like this is like baby's first. This is like baby's first motorcycle. <laughs> Uh, it's a 1973 Honda CB175. Mm-hmm. So it's a 175cc engine. So like the well, Mar- Mario Kart's only 150cc. Mario Kart 200cc. <laughs> there are carts in a Mario Kart that go faster than this motorcycle. This motorcycle is not allowed to go on the interstate, uh, as uh, I read in okay. the safety right. manual All that's right. issued by the state. Uh, it does not meet the uh, requirements to go on the interstate. I can ride it to your house though, because okay. we just ride. I ride that on the highway. Uh, I am really so it's like super a moped. excited. It's no moped. I've, are... I've got a moped back there. I'll go ride with you. Do you, have a, do you <laughs> really have leathers. a moped? There's one back there. Yeah. Why haven't you ridden it? Uh, it's kind of a. It's an old one. It's just kind of a pain to get going. Yeah. So. I just. I'd like to see you on a moped. Oh, I used to ride them all the time. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, my dad went on a thing like when I used to live at that dollar house. Like before I got my license, that's how I got around was the moped. Mm. Like I ride it to work when I worked at Chong's. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it looks the one that I had then is pretty similar to the one I have now. It looks sort of like Pee Wee Herman's bicycle. The moped does. Mm-hmm. It looks like Pee Wee Herman's bicycle. A little bit. A little bit. It's not a motorized bicycle. No, it's a moped. Okay. Those exist, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a little bit like it's a little bit faster than a moped. Mm-hmm. Like it's street legal. Uh, you, I do need a, a permit and a license to ride it. You don't need that for a moped. Oh, okay. Um, but you do need a flag on a moped. I read in, in the in the driver's manual. Oh, breaking the law. So yeah, I'm excited. It is. Um, it's old, but it is like 
in really nice condition. Like, it looks really good. It's going to suck to wreck it. About to but... say, you <laughs> <laughs> <to> ruin that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I gotta, I'm going on Thursday to pick it up. It's like an hour and a half away. Um, I've got a friend from work who's got a trailer. Uh, I was sweating how I was going to get it back because mm. um, I'm not going to ride it back. <laughs> ride it back, just like set your GPS to all back roads, see if you can make it home. Yeah, exactly. I would have to because it's like I'm not going to go on the parkway uh, because I don't even have my uh, permit yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw the bike and I was like, you know what? If I don't get a – and this is serious. Like I saw it and I fell in love with it immediately – and I was like, if I don't get a bike that I like, I'm never gonna want to like learn. Yeah. Um, and I would have bought you a bike that you hated. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's your motorcycle day. Well, that's the thing. Like three years ago, when I was looking at that other bike, I was fucking scared of that bike. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a it was a shadow, and I mean, it was cool looking, but it's like it looked like. It kind of looked like a third evolution Pokemon or something. You know what I mean? It's like, like all like sleek. And you and would like, have had to have dressed as Shadow whenever you rode it. Right, exactly. I've got, the, I've got the dog. I've got Interceptor. <laughs> Might as well dress like Shadow. Uh, Clementine is coming to Dragon Con with me for my, for my Shadow cosplay. But this bike is like you can see through it, which is neat. Because it's like, you know, like the engine is so small that like you can see air around it's it. It's all made of glass. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. It's a glass bike. Back when they made glass motorcycles in the right? 70s. It's super expensive. <laughs> you remember Honda's glass motorcycles? You don't see a lot of those anymore. <laughs> uh, everyone turned their glass motorcycles in for the deposit, as it turns out. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Um Hopefully I don't die. Yeah. If I if, <laughs> hopefully if I do though, like you got to promise me you'll find somebody else whose name starts at D and you'll continue on the podcast. Mm. So get looking. Yep. <laughs> Are you willing to change your name to David? Let me know. Yeah, I think we should have yeah. a contest. <laughs> yeah. Are you willing to change your name to David if you donate $500 a month on Patreon? <laughs> or if you're a quadriplegic, I'll just drive over and hook you up to the microphone. You wouldn't do that. That'd be great. You wouldn't do I that. W- I you wouldn't would. do that. You'd get would. tired of that shit real fast. I, I would get tired, but I would still do yeah. it. Like two years into it. I would grow to, dis- <laughs> to, to hate you over it, but I would still do it. Two years into it, you'd be like, you would be my, you would become my burden very quickly, yeah. but I would still do it. <laughs> Two years into, you'd be like, you know, I told you not to get that motorcycle. <laughs> and every time you choked on your food, I would stand up like, oh, 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 oh. What's happening? It's okay, Dave. Go home. It's okay. It's a weird. You're, sl- you're describing like a, like the weirdest, the weirdest interpretation of misery. <laughs> hey, this is a possible reality once you get on that motorcycle. <laughs> I've opened those doors, those future doors. So those quantum uh, mechanics come to be whenever you buy this motorcycle. <laughs> so I'm super excited, and hopefully I don't die. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> uh, also, uh, so I missed Bit Brigade two years ago at Tadpog mm-hmm. Prom. They are going to be in Nashville this Friday, which I know all these things I'm saying are very much dating this episode that we're doing on Castlevania Bloodlines eventually. Um, <laughs> Bit Brigade is going to be in Nashville this Friday at a place called Exit Inn. Uh, and if you're anyone's interested in going, I'm going to meet Edgelord Kyle there, and we're going to hang out, catch the show. Uh, that is Friday. Uh, what is that? The 
I don't know. Day after is, Thursday. Day, yeah, right. Can someone please? What is? What is? I'm just practicing for the brain damage that I'm going to have in a couple months. I'll still do the show. I'm not going to be as sharp. I'm not going to be as sharp as you're used to. Then it'll be another flowers for Algernon situation we're living through. Yeah, except I never had the taste. <laughs> Uh, so that is what? Uh, eighth, ninth, tenth. <laughs> no, I put think. it in perspective. This is your taste. <laughs> so if anybody wants to it's hang all, out. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, this, that is it. this is the last okay episode of Tad Talk you get. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else for I'm going to miss how you look with skin. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. remember Dave had the prettiest skin. You remember that? No one has ever said that ever. <laughs> so I'm not too worried about you it. You do. Oh, well, thank you. you. Pretty, oh, I've, thank never, you. I've never seen a pimple on you. Shit. So you just see, not in your face. You just see the remnants. I've never seen your back or your butt or your balls. So. <laughs> That's where all my pimples are. They <laughs> just, they're all on my balls. Balls and pimples. <laughs> you look like a map. <laughs> <laughs> I, look like, I look like I'm sitting on some kind of sea urchin. <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody wants to meet up. Nikki, you want some unagi? <laughs> she knows she does. If, <laughs> if anybody wants to meet up uh, in Nashville, I'll be there hopefully like around 7 o'clock. And they're going to be playing uh, Zelda. So I'm really kind of bummed out that I don't get to like catch one of their Castlevania shows because mm-hmm. like that's what I really, 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 really want to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Zelda's fine. I just pissed that's off a music. lot of people. Yeah. Zelda's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if, now, if they were doing like... You didn't piss off Drew Rowland. Yeah, Drew's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> if they were doing like Link's Awakening, now we're talking. They might have some in there. Now we're talking. Especially, um, especially Wart's part. Yep, 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 that would be great if they like had fish theme. Uh huh. If they had a dude dressed up as Wart from Super (laughs) Mario Brothers two, that would be great. Maybe they let me in the band if I volunteered. If they dressed the exit up like Wart, and you have to throw turnips in his (laughs) mouth to leave. (laughs) I I would do it. I would throw turnips in my mouth. Because what did Jacob um, tell me about that? He went to a show like a group that did um, Mega Man covers. And while they were, and they were, one of them dressed up as like Mega Man and whatever they were playing, and like they didn't mention it, Jacob just happened to like look behind him in time to see like Proto Man slip in the back and just sit there in the back looking at them scornfully. <laughs> That's it. That's all that, he did. Like, that That's was it. Like awesome. at the end, like he point he pointed up at them and then just like left. <laughs> <laughs> was he part of the group or was he just I, a guy who showed I have up no to do idea. that? Like I like to think that, that they don't know that guy and he just <laughs> follows them from show to show and just does that. And they're really worried. They're like after the show, they're always like, I think one day that proto man guy is gonna bring a gun. I'm really worried. <laughs> well, technically he is always bringing a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how good the costume is. I have one more announcement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I'm still alive by August 23rd uh, at 11 p.m., uh, I've been invited back to Drunk Games Done Slowly, uh, which is a Twitch channel. It's a it's a charity event. We're raising money for the. I always fuck this up. The World Wildlife Fund, uh, where they like spent you, they just spend money to save animals. Yeah, the real WWF. Yes, uh, which reminds me of like always like, the WWF Federation. It's one of those. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's World Wildlife Federation, or is it Always Fund? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. Sometimes a panda takes a folding chair and hits another well, panda true. with it. That's so. why they're almost extinct. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not because he knocks the fuck out of them, and <laughs> right. they don't fuck anymore. Right. They're like, ow, I'm definitely not going to have sex with you now. Uh, you broke my favorite fucking chair. 
Pandas eat two things I know about pandas. They eat bamboo and they love aluminum chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I'll be streaming uh I'll be streaming Kabuki Quantum Fighter, a game that we talked nice. about recently and a game that I fell in love with recently. I'm going to try to speed run it ish, not really speed run it. <laughs> Uh, because I will be drinking, and uh, after that, I'll be playing Kung Fu. In case mm. anybody doesn't remember, the last time I did this, uh, I cleaned up beer off my desk with a sock that I had handy nearby. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to be like that good again, but if you want to show up, it'd be really cool. <laughs> Uh, and if you want to follow uh, the Twitch channel, uh, it is DGDS Charity. DGDS Charity. And it's a whole, it's a big long stream. There's gonna be a whole other, whole lot of other people, uh, better than video games than me. DGDS. DG drunk games. DS done slowly. Dave gets dicks sucked. Like I just point, like I pick out the dicks for people to suck. It's like, all right, you get that one. All right, you get. Whoa, 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 get back here. You know, you get You just make it. The dick impresario. The dictator. <laughs> nice. I dress up like a potato. It's not funny, but I get a kick out of it. <laughs> I you always just, go. I have just dildos all over you. I show up to Mega Man concerts, and I'm like, I yell out, "I'm the dictator!" <laughs> Do you guys see Proto Man? <laughs> He's gone. He's pretty cool. All right, no one's paying attention to me. I'm out. <laughs> anybody? Anybody want me to tell you what kind of dick to suck? <laughs> I'm good at that. I'm good at that. It's kind of my thing. No one. No one. All right, see you. Did you change your mind? I'm back. <laughs> I've already, I, picked a, I picked one out for you. I'm the dictator. Did I, did I mention that? <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I'll dress up as uh, Judge David for the Drunk Games Dead Slowly stream. Perfect. It's, it's not going to happen. But I tell you what, if it'll make you come out and watch, listener, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll judge games that I've already judged. Kabuki Quantum Fighter, not guilty. <laughs> Pardoned. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> Kung Fu. <laughs> Also, still like it. <laughs> still, yeah, it's still it's still fine. Oh man, right, you really uh, you really snuck in over there. <clears throat> I hear you. That's really gross. Yep. Yeah. Probably shouldn't do that anymore. No, I don't. It, I, it, it helped me though. I did it. I did it to make the noise. Yeah. But that helped me. <laughs> you about to you about to do old Kentucky handkerchief? Oh, maybe. I didn't do a sock yesterday because I couldn't really get up and go anywhere. Not yesterday, but the weekend. <laughs> that is the only time I think that someone might be disappointed that it's not. Dried up man love inside of a sock. <laughs> oh, it's no. Oh, you you locked a loogie in here. Yep. I really wish you would have. I really, <laughs> really, really wish you would have rather come in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you hear that, Dave? I do. I hear Bella. It's your dog Bella barking. barking, which I don't know if the mic's picked up or not. Yeah, I hope it did. You might have heard a dog. Bella, she just wants to. She just wants to chime in and let us know how she feels about socks. She's, she's like, you miss my friend Nana, Nana's dogs. <laughs> I do hear that, which ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, guys. Castlevania colon Bloodlines is a platform game developed and published by Konami for the Sega Genesis. Uh, it released worldwide in March 1994. It was a late boy. Uh, it was the only Castlevania video game released on the Genesis. Mm. The game's storyline concerns a legendary vampire named... Elizabeth Bartley, who is Dracula's niece. I don't know how that works out. Yeah, that's I don't, a little, all right. Even Alucard is kind of like one of those where it's like, how did that happen? And I guess you could do it if like the same vampire who turned Dracula also turned somebody else, so they're brothers, and then that his brother 
turns somebody that watches well, niece. That's some weird ass genealogy. That's your vampire niece. <laughs> Dude, vampires have DNA, do you think? Like, could you send could you like swab a vampire's cheek and like send it in to a lab to be like, oh man, you are you're you're related to Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> well, in in Twilight they can reproduce. So well, I mean that's that's I'm pretty sure Twilight and Castlevania are in the same universe. Have you seen the Twilight movies? Yeah. You've seen them? I've seen the movies and I've read the books. Which is better, the books or the movies? Uh I'd say they're about on par. They're both about the same? Yeah. Not both not good? Uh they're not as awful as everyone cracks them up to be, mm-hmm. but I mean they're they're kitschy romance books. Better better or worse than the Castlevania series? Oh, tough call. I, yeah, really tough. I, I like the the sparkle. That's how vampires are meant to be. You know, the sparkle, the sparkle vampires, like Dazzler. I don't know. What do you yeah, mean by sparkle? They they don't actually like uh, burst into flames in in sunlight. Yeah, they sparkle like diamonds. So that they, sounds like a good thing. So they stay out of the sunlight, so they can blend in. Can they live in the sun? Yeah, they just sparkle. They just sparkle. So oh, dude, know, that'd be fucking badass, real. man! And, and their skin is basically as hard as diamond as well. well uh, it sounds like a win-win. Yeah, 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 they're they're the best case scenario vampires. Seriously, the sun doesn't kill them. Yeah, seriously. Like they can stay out as long as they fucking want in the sun. It doesn't yep, kill them. Yep. They just turn to diamonds. They just don't look human. So essentially, and then like the ruling vampire council will then kill them. Because they've revealed themselves. These vampires are secret. They're essentially the White Queen, then. They're yep. like, they're. They look like, yeah. Because you see where there's a segment where Edward, who he steps into the sunlight and lets. He, he plans to commit vampire suicide by stepping out into the sunlight in a crowd. And they're people. like, you idiot, that won't kill you. It'll just make you turn to diamonds. Yeah, you'll just look really pretty, but then piss off all the super powerful vampires that will then kill you. Oh, it pisses the vampires off? Mm-hmm. Other vampires, when they do the it? Ruling, Why? The ruling council, because it outs the vampires as something different. I, then the, then I thought it had something to do with inflation. Then they'll be hunted <laughs> and a whole bunch of, you know, whatever. Cost Re- of diamonds. Because reasons. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, this, these sound great. Yeah. Oh, so good. I've so, I saw one of them with Nikki, and um, we never. she never saw another one, mm-hmm. and it was probably because I was like, this is really bad. Like, this is <laughs> so bad. You like... You can watch them if you want, obviously, but I will be making fun of you, like for sure. Like if I walk through the room and you're watching it, get ready for it because uh, it's gonna suck. I mean, I've I've seen much worse movies than the Twilight movies. Name name one. Great. Pixels. Pixels. (laughs) Patreon.com/slash/tadpog. We just talked about Pixels, the Adam Sandler Uh, movie. Uh, We talked about it with hashtag More Miller. Yeah, yeah, we did. Thank you for explaining Twilight to me. I think I'm gonna stay away. I don't know. I think it'd be a pretty good Patreon <laughs> series. What's better, Twilight or Harry Potter? About the same? About All right, the same. moving on. About the same. You're right. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Bartley is Dracula's niece, and she suddenly appears in the 20th century. Uh, she's plotting a sacrificial war in order to bring her uncle back to life. She orchestrates the beginning of World War I. You thought it was Franz Ferdinand. No, Archduke. No. Not. No. Dracula niece. Elizabeth Bartley. That's it. <laughs> A.K.A. Germany. <laughs> uh, let's see. Quincy Morris's son, John, and his best friend, Eric mm-hmm. Lacard, vow, E. Lacard, not Alacard, E. Lacard, e. Lacard. Uh, vow to take up the fight against evil. Together, they managed to prevent Dracula's full resurrection. Well, mm-hmm. I guess that depends on the player's ability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks. We got a quiz? Yeah, we do have a quiz, but we're not going to do it. Nah. <laughs> I think you've probably had enough bloodline stuff. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to overwhelm you. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs>
Hey. What's up? I liked this game. I like this game a lot, too. Good game. So you want to get right into the, like, how much we liked it? Yes or no? Yeah. All right. It's up to you. I have a question for you. All right. Did you like it? Tyler, did you like this game? Uh-huh. Tyler, would you rather play Castlevania Bloodlines or have a chili suit <laughs> for which you could dispense chili? I would rather have my Spider-Man chili suit like. on so I could spurt chili to my mouth while I play Bloodlines. You can only choose one. Oh. This is like this is like Henry. When I talk to Henry, it's like you have two options. You can either play Castlevania Bloodlines or go to timeout. Which option <laughs> would you like to choose? <laughs> Uh, I really like this game, too. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, my question to you is going to be, which game do you think is better? Mm-hmm. Which 16-bit Castlevania game do you think is better? Super Castlevania 4, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. We've, we've covered that a long time ago. Yep. That was on IGN's top 100 list. Yep. Or Castlevania Bloodlines, a game that did not even appear on uh, Digital Trends, top 25 Sega Genesis games. Which is bullshit. I agree, man. Which is such... Su- it, I think it is a top 10... This game is like yeah. way better than Jurassic Park The Lost World for Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Like it's way better than yeah. that game. It's better than Dune. Like it's way better yeah, than Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moonwalker, it's pretty close. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kid Chameleon, pretty sure that game wasn't on the list. We did that for <laughs> Barbecue Bear Drew. Still better than it though. <laughs> So, which uh, between Super Castlevania Four and Bloodlines, what what what's your ruling? Super Castlevania Four. Really? Yep. I'm on the other side of that fence. Yeah. Uh, I replayed a little bit of Super Castlevania Four just because I wanted to be able to compare it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would much rather play Bloodlines. Bloodlines is a more efficient platformer. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like Super Castlevania Four is more classic Castlevania, and Bloodlines is sort of a revamp take like a more action platformer like better platformer why do you say that uh because i know super castlevania 4 does have sort of the the tropes of the castlevania of like this slow movement the big knockback the long line back with the whip Mm -hmm. they're more i feel like it's more difficult with the environments I feel like they're a lot more different. They're cool challenges with the Mode 7 they do. Yeah, sure. Is it because of what you yeah, that's I like what, the Mode 7. I feel like they're both very, very good games. Yeah, yeah, sure. But the uniqueness at which they approach it in 4 is what pushes 4 a little bit more over for me. See, I think I like Bloodlines because it feels faster to me. It is much faster. The sprites are smaller. Yep. And like in Super Castlevania 4, like everything seems you're fucking big. large yeah, and yeah, slow. Yeah. Almost you're like slow, Altered Beast style. And, you know? Yeah, you're not wrong. It is, it is a much slower game. But Bloodlines seems faster, and I I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You can choose to play as John Morris. It's very cool that you can pick between two people. Who wields Vampire Killer, the Mm -hmm. whip. Or you can play as Eric Lacard, who wields, I guess, Alucard's... It's a mistranslation. It's supposed to be Alucard's spear. Okay. Uh, I think that's really Which, that's the only other weapon. Like, it had to be something that's Alucard's for it not to function. Like, because that's like, the Vampire Killer is, like, has the power to eliminate Dracula. Right, So it sure. kind of has to be that. Right. So the only other thing I can see for them to rationalize to use is something that Alucard has made. So That makes sense. Uh, John Morris, a descendant uh, from of the Belmonts, mm-hmm. uh, to me kind of looks like Terry Bogard. <laughs> <laughs> Without the hat, like they just like took the hat off of trucker them. hat. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, "What? Did, what would Terry Bogard look like in 1912?" Uh, because I think that's like when this get. When was World War One? <laughs> when did that start? It was like around that time. Yeah. Okay. We're probably both wrong, but it was early 1900s. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I think that's a cool setting for Castlevania as well. Uh, but anyway, like John Morris, Terry Bogard, he's from Texas. 
Texas. He's from Texas. Uh, he was born. Uh, they give you his birthday, which I think is very interesting. Uh, December twelfth, eighteen ninety-five. Okay. So you can choose to play as him, uh, or you can choose to play as Eric Lacard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was. Uh, he's from Segovia, Spain, and he was born on May third, eighteen ninety-two. He is older, so therefore he is more powerful, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and the game is much easier playing as him. Yeah. Yeah. That way, if, if we were to be if, do this game, but with you and I instead, yeah, you'd be more powerful because you're older than me. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And I also think I was going to ask you this question. <laughs> and you look like you're from Spain. I look like I'm from Texas, so it's fine. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm 100. percent I think I was going to ask you, like, all right, you got to choose who, which one, like, uh, which one are you? Are you're John Morris? I'm John you're John Morris, Morris for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 you're John Morris yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and I'm Eric Lacard. Mm-hmm. Well, look, we both agree on this, so yeah. it's it's fact. Yep. Uh, I think it's cool that you can play as either that could character. Be our cosplay next year, just around the house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Go to the bowling alley. <laughs> hang, hang around the the closed circus skate, dressed up as a. <laughs> if it ain't old John, John and Eric back again. Uh, hey, you guys know who we are? <laughs> a couple of douchebags. We'll give you a hint. <laughs> We killed Dracula in, 18, <laughs> in 1912. We stopped World War One. <laughs> you know why you only hear about World War Two? Because we stopped World War One. <laughs> you know why the History Channel's not obsessed with World War One? Uh, well, remember they were obsessed with World War Two for a bit in the early 2000s, uh, and now it's uh, they were obsessed with like World War Two and Hitler, and now I guess it's all like aliens. What what is on the history? I don't even know what's on the History Channel anymore. Like in 2008 ish, I think is where Nikki and I cut the cut the cord, mm-hmm. and at that point they all they were talking about were fucking extraterrestrials <laughs> and like close encounters. Well, they just like gotta that. go with what gets views, so. I get it, but it, like at some point, like, change the fucking name of your channel yeah. to like the Alien Channel. Alien Channel. channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Did you play as both characters? I did. I played as both characters. I beat, I beat it as both characters. So, what are the main differences between the two? Well. And I do want to point out you use save states. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> because this game is I, fucking hard. I, I am not above using save states. You like, man? We were talking about this game, like, and you were like, man, this game is fucking easy. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's great. And you're like, you should play as John Morris because it is much more challenging as him. I was like, okay. And then I got into it. And I was like, you know what? I want to experience this game as both characters. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. start as the easy one and play as Eric Lacard. Uh, six hours later. I'm like, well, I finally beat that game, and it was fucking hard, so I'm going to bed. Yeah. So I didn't get to play as John Morris a lot. Um, so I played as him a very little bit. Yeah, because I just used like, going to a boss, save state. Okay, lose, start back over right where I was. That makes the game yeah, easy. It does. It makes it much easier. <laughs> You're smart. Because I mean, because I and I do that. Like I know some people probably gripe about that, but like no, I won't be able to play the game all of the game I can in the short amount of time that I have. I get it. The only reason mm. I wanted to point it out was because <laughs> I think when you do it that way, it skews the how you feel yeah, about the difficulty of true. the game. That, yeah, that like true. for sure. Yeah. And it's like and I I know that because you told me it was easy. Yeah. And I and I'm sure that it was because like you get to try the boss, you die, you get to try him immediately again. Yeah. Cuz I went through after I did this, I went through it. I I meant to play uh Vampire Killer, which is Essentially, Castlevania Two, but um, I played the wrong version and ended up beating Castlevania, the original Castlevania for the Nintendo disc drive for like the Famicom. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And that was even though I used save, save states on that, it's 
much harder. Yeah. Much, oh, man. Much harder than Castlevania for the NES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's more uh, exploratory, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. But because Eric, Eric, because they, they each have, okay, the big things, uh, of course, different weapons. Right. Eric has a lot more reach. Right. The spear is crazy as, reach. He's not as powerful. Oh, is that right? Right, yeah. Oh, John hits much harder. I didn't know that because, like, almost everything in this game that's not a boss dies in one hit. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a few enemies that take multiple hits, but, like, they're very, like, few and far between. So it's like, so I, I'm assuming, like, John, when he fights a boss, you have an easier time with it? or Yeah, I think so because Eric's a little more agile. He doesn't hit as hard. He has more reach. Um, he has a super jump. Yes. Which makes a big difference. The super jump is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned this late in the stream. Uh, it turns out Drex, I know I've mentioned him before on the show. Uh, shout out to him because he speed runs this game, and he showed up uh, around the time I was having a really hard time with this game, which was uh, level five, which is uh, the Palace of Versailles. We'll get mm-hmm. to that uh, eventually. But like he taught me that like that super jump, you are invincible the invincible entire time. You do it. The yeah. animation starts to finish. You are invincible. Like you can go through. Like if you, a projectile is fired at you, it'll go right through you. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once I learned that, it was like, oh well, then this is definitely how I'm going to beat like every boss from here on out because I'm going to abuse this invincibility because this game is fucking hard. Yeah, John has that same thing, although it's not as versatile because you do super jump wherever, whenever. John has the same thing, but it's whenever he lassoes something with his whip and swings across. Uh-huh. He can do that. Like you can, there are sections where you can keep doing that and go over the whole stage, but it's very rare that you can do that. So it's kind of like Super Castlevania Four style yeah, with like yeah. the whip swinging and stuff like uh-huh. that. But it doesn't have the it, l- limp whip physics that Four had, right. right? And you can't like lengthen and extend, you know, that much mm-hmm. like you can. Like it, it's it's a big thing in Four. It's way more technical in Four. Well, in four, there are like clear points that you can yeah the bat hook swing from right. But in this game, it's I, just certain pieces of terrain. Yeah, I never knew. I never knew like what I could hook to and what I couldn't hook yeah. to. And there are certain points in each level. I feel like that are designed for yeah, one you, character. You have or the to other. either go one way or the other once you hit once you hit that point. So while uh, John is swinging, he's invincible. he's invincible. That's nice too. Okay, cool. I didn't know yep. that. Um, let's see. <coughs> and from what I read, that's like the. The the more efficient speed running is with Eric because you can the jump lets you bypass a lot of things and clear clear it much faster. Uh, I know his I don't know John has the same thing um, where they have the hidden third stage of your weapon. Yeah, like where with Eric it has like the green flame on the end. Right, you got to get a book like a spell book. Mm-hmm. Uh, once your weapon is, I guess it has to be fully powered up, and then you get the spell book. Then you get the spell book. And it catches on fire. It'll do that. But or it's fine. If, doesn't hurt you if you hit thirty <laughs> candles in a row without hitting a sub candle weapon. Then you get it. Oh, really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that part. I didn't know that until today. Uh, and what's really cool is, and you get a special the special sub weapon. Right, the, the special sub weapon is awesome. Yep. Uh, oh, as, I wrecked a few bosses with that. Yeah, this I don't know. I never saw John's, but um, Eric's is essentially <laughs> like he turns into Magus and uh, casts a spell that like everything, <laughs> everything explodes. It looks like white from Final Fantasy IV. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, what is John's? I feel like I feel like John's was the like his whip his whip his whip looks like it's made of light, and I think he has the same sub weapon. Oh, really? I they believe. have the same sub weapon. Okay. I could be wrong because I blazed through because I already knew where I was going when I played through as John. So my much longer playthrough was mm-hmm. as Eric. Mm-hmm. Once I played through as John, it was just like 
the game went very, very quickly. I, got I knew exactly where I was going. I got to play as John, like, a very little bit. I went through, like, the first three stages uh, with John off stream, uh, but I, like, did that on my lunch break. Yeah. So I wish, and I'm kind of tempted to go and play through the entire game as John uh, eventually, but I'm probably not going to do it anytime soon. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I I really like this game, and I, I honestly, I think that it is, there's so many things about this game that kind of reminded me of later Castlevanias. And I think it's because, like, yep. on the Genesis, like, this game is gory, dude. Like, yeah, 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 this yeah. game is gory. And I liked it because it's like this game felt like <laughs> like it had that, like, hard edge to it. Because, like, there's, like, the, the very beginning of the game, it starts out the first level is Dracula's Castle in Ruins. And uh, you've got, like, half of corpses, like, hanging from the ceiling, like, dripping blood. You've got, like, um, enemies that, like, the zombies you encounter in the very beginning of the game Mm -hmm. have flies and stuff coming off of them. Like, it's stuff that I, like, wouldn't expect to see on on the Super Nintendo. Right, yeah. PlayStation is the only other time I could think where you see stuff like that. exactly. And because of that, it kind of, like, almost (laughs) immediately reminds me of, like, Symphony of the Night or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it plays much more like Symphony of the Night compared to like Castlevania Four. There's no, it's not exploratory though. Fortunately, I like I like the linear platforming experience mm-hmm. a lot more than like the the lo- exploring, leveling up that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I was thinking about why. Like I, the other day, I was like, why do I like games like Cast the early Castlevania games better than the later Castlevania games? And honestly, I think it's because in I don't like the fact in late like in Symphony of the Night. I love Symphony of the Night. But mm-hmm. I do feel like if I just play that game forever, I'm eventually going to beat it. I don't feel like I don't feel like could level up enough, get yeah, strong enough, yeah, just farm stuff. Like I just and I don't feel that like in Bloodlines, I don't feel like that. I feel like I'm either like <laughs> going to develop the skills to get to the game, or I'm not. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I prefer I, I prefer I the older style. Yeah, but I still like the gameplay of the newer like Symphony of the Night and stuff like that because yeah, it's the same <clears throat> gameplay. Whenever we get to the the GBA. Uh, game, uh, Castlevania. It's like I'm very excited about those. I love those so much. But let's see. And then, yeah, John just he's not he's not as agile. There's no super jump. He just has the whip. Um, I don't feel like he moves quite as fast, but he hits much harder. He doesn't feel like it. Like I don't know what their speed like actually is in comparison, mm-hmm. but he does feel like he's slower. It might just be his animation because like be he it. walks like with his shoulders essentially. Yeah. Like every time he moves, like he's Texas man. Yeah, he's Terry Bogard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, especially once you get that whip fully powered up, like you'll mow through bosses. Yeah, like, he hits he hits like a fucking truck. So <clears throat> uh, I really like the mini bosses and the bosses. Like, I feel like the stages were done well, the bosses mm-hmm. were done well. Like, no, nah, this was, I mean, every now and then, I, more than any other series like that we play a lot, I Jones for a Castlevania game. And, it, and this was a very satisfying one to play. I liked it a lot, yeah. I liked um, the mini-bosses, because, like, every stage uh, has a mini-boss, and, and then a final boss. Mm-hmm. Some stages have more than one. Yeah. Uh, like, and the bosses are great. The bosses are designed, for the most part, the bosses, I think, are wonderful. Um, there are like, for instance, like you start out, the first level is the ruins of Dracula's castle Mm -hmm. and, uh, the mini boss is like a hellhound, which is like half rotted that just crawls out to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's this wolf that like 
has a, like an electric charge and uh, he will howl and you're fighting him like in front of all these win- like all these windows looking out onto like the Dracula's courtyard or whatever and when the wolf howls the glass shatters and like you have mm. to jo- you have to dodge the glass or mm. it'll hurt you it's cool stuff like that they're not like straightforward boss fights for the most part uh, and then like after that you fight this um, giant suit of animated armor that it's it's a pretty straightforward fight you and like it's great because it's like at the very end of level one, you climb those iconic stairs to Dracula's mm. room. And it's like, that's a cool feeling. And it's like happening at the beginning of the game. So it's like, and that also kind of reminded me of Symphony of the Night a little bit, where it's yeah. like, I'm doing this shit a little bit out of order, kind of, sort of, you know? Mm. And like climbing up those stairs is such a good feeling. And then you see, like, you get to Dracula's room and you see Dracula's coffin and it's open in the background. And uh, there's this animated, uh, ar- animated suit of armor that you're fighting like as you're fighting it pieces of the armor are falling off like you hit it a certain number of times and it's like one of its arms holding its weapon like flies off and then he like starts trying to kick you uh and then eventually you just disassemble it yeah from from just hitting it over and over again uh it's cool like it's really cool boss design it's like yeah it's it's refreshing you know a hundred percent agree and then i love getting the the orb at the very end getting that health refill and good stuff yeah <coughs> Uh, and that's also once once level one is done, uh, you start traveling around the world uh, because what's happened is uh, Elizabeth has contacted the forces of darkness. Mm-hmm. All, called, called them up. Yeah, just hit them up. They're all over Europe and they are working together, joining forces to resurrect Dracula. So it kind of it kind of diverges from the regular Castlevania formula where you're not just in. Dracula's castle. You're not just in Transylvania, making your way to his castle and then mm-hmm. through his castle. You are kind of globe trotting, like yeah. you're trying to find Carmen San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where in Europe is Dracula? <laughs> where essentially, is Elizabeth Bartley. <laughs> Elizabeth Bartley, by the way, not a bad looking vampire. Mm. Pretty good looking, pretty uh-huh. good looking anime vampire uh-huh. countess. Uh, you get to see her at the very beginning of the game, and uh, something that I really liked is they went back to that like film strip style mm-hmm. that you see like in Castlevania mm-hmm. One, uh, where you see like I don't know what the edges of film is called, where it like feeds through the rollers mm-hmm. or whatever. But like you see that as it's giving you the the opening cinematic for the game. Um, which is very cool. The opening cinematic is great. It like utilizes a bunch of like parallax scrolling and stuff like that, which they use in the level design too, which is cool. Yeah. So you leave Dracula's castle, uh, and then you wind up in uh, Atlantis, Atlantis, Greece. Ugh. Didn't I like this level? I mean, anything to do with water, I'm not crazy about, but because there's the one part where you're cl- ascending as the water levels rise. It's rising, and if it goes over your head, you do start yeah, drowning. Yeah, you're dead. Um. I did find a little trick, though, because once you hit the top, there's apparently, like, a water mage. Yeah. and He's, he's the mini-boss. Yeah, he teleports back and forth. I just thought he was a druid. Just, like... That makes sense, too. Casting <laughs> the, a flood spell. <laughs> but he won't teleport unless you're facing him. So the speedrunner trick that I saw was to get a, rush over to that corner and turn your back. And if you're Eric, you just... You could have your back to him, but you still hit him when you do your spear thrust up. And you just mow through him. Cool. Something I noticed with Eric's uh, super, his jump attack, his dragoon attack, because mm-hmm. that's what he reminds. It reminds me of like Kane or something from yeah, Final Fantasy absolutely. IV when he leaps up with that spear. Uh, he will in that animation facing the opposite direction that he started. 
you talking about like oh, that teleportation yeah, trick yeah. kind of made me think about that, oh. uh, which is kind of a pain in the ass sometimes when because it's <laughs> like uh, I realized the the that dawned on me when I was fighting a boss and I did the jump and then wanted to attack immediately mm-hmm. and then of course like just attack to the complete wrong side <laughs> of the enemy. <laughs> That let's see, and then there are these other two big suits of armor that have like a flail and an axe, mm-hmm. but you can like edge clip the one with the flail. Like if you use your sub weapon as soon as you clip in, mm-hmm. he'll despawn and the other one shows up. Oh, I didn't know that. So, so that was another speedrunner's trick. I like all the like the level design. Like I think it's really neat. Like one thing that I like about them taking the game to different locations is the enemies make sense in the levels that they're in. Like, it always kind of felt weird to me in the earlier NES Castlevania games where it's like, there are a whole bunch of, like, monsters from, like, a whole bunch of different... You're in the clock tower? Well, of course you're going to fight the mummy. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it's like, it makes sense that, like, in Greece, you're going to fight minotaurs. Mm -hmm. Because it's like... Greek mythology. Like, yeah. this is like, okay, this makes sense. I like this. And there are all sorts of ruins like, of like Acropolis and statues and stuff. Right, like that, and exactly. Through, yeah. And it's like the levels interactive. Like, uh, at one point, you have to attack. A, you're walking on a giant statue, and you have to attack the head for it to, like, cut and slide down mm-hmm. so you can, like, walk over it. Yeah, move and, like, columns like that. Yeah, so jump onto. it's fucking neat. And, like, minotaurs will, like, grab a column, a nearby column, and, like, break it off and use it, like, as a baseball bat. Like, yep. it's really, like, a lot of thought and care went into the, the design of the enemies. Absolutely. I think that's really, really neat. Yeah. Uh, what is after, what's after that? Uh, the, the golem. Uh, yeah, the golem probably, is... Probably my least favorite boss. The golem is a boss. He looks like the, uh... Some, some of these bosses do remind me, and this one in particular, remind me a lot of Gunstar Heroes. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. If, if I would, I, I, it's not the same studio, but I wouldn't have been surprised if you told me. I'm not positive. Uh, I could be wrong, but I do think that Treasure, who made Gunstar Heroes, mm-hmm. well, again... This is off the top of my head. I do not. I'm not positive this is correct, but I think Treasure was started by ex Konami employees. Ah, uh, okay. See, that makes sense. I don't know if they worked on Bloodlines. Like Bloodlines was kind of late. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like Treasure probably was around before '94, but mm-hmm. I'm not positive. But I, I'm all. I'm pretty sure that Treasure was started by uh, Konami. Oh, ex Konami employees. Yeah. Uh, the Golem. Uh, it kind of looks like the Golgothan from Dogma. Yeah, only made of <laughs> the shit demon, patties. right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's he's Dave Thomas in hell. <laughs> like, like if Dave Thomas did some like real, like he broke a bunch of fucking commandments we didn't know about, <laughs> like wound up in demon form. <laughs> if he had made round patties instead of square patties. <laughs> <laughs> he went against God's will when he made square. Ba- the man turned cows into squares. You just don't do that. There's no 90 degree angle on a fucking cow. What possesses a man? <laughs> Art thou God, David Thomas? <laughs> you know what the problem with Dave Thomas was? He was too busy asking himself how and didn't stop to ask whether he should or not. We made cancer airborne. We made square hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> so the golem is like the golem reminded me of the uh, pokies from Super Mario Brothers 2 uh, the cactuses in the desert uh, levels uh-huh. where you have to like pull off their but they're like stacked up you know yeah, he looks like he's yeah a bunch of hamburger patties stacked up with <laughs> arms 
and it had an you, eye on the top. Yeah, yeah. But, but you can't. You, the eye is really tall, so you got to knock off the hamburger patties. Yeah, first. right, exactly. So you got to like chip away <laughs> at all the hamburger patties until his <laughs> eye is in reach. I kind of think he's called a golem or a golem, however it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is like he's a cyclops. Like that's what makes the most sense because it's all Greek. Like. Mm. It bummed me out at the end of the game because, like, they they name all the bosses and stuff. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, he's not a fucking Cyclops? Because yeah. like, he should totally be a Cyclops. He's, not he's got one eye Hamclops. <laughs> he's not a Burger Boy? <laughs> I burger this, Boy with an eye. I thought this motherfucker was a blood Burger Boy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, once you, like, knock all his hamburger meat off of you just stab him in the eye a couple Dave times. Dave Thomas's bastard. <laughs> That's his, yeah, he built this. He built the Cyclops <laughs> in a lab. Wendy's gotten too strong. You'll destroy her, Hamclops. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the best fucking, like, that was great. That's like, you, you like. Avenge me, Hamclops. <laughs> you like, you invoked Patton Oswald for a minute. <laughs> Avenge me, Hamclops. <laughs> You got your bone golems, you got your iron golems, uh, you got your flesh golems, you got your hamburger golem. <laughs> That's like some Monster Manual 7 kind of shit. You're damn right it is. Born, born from evil necromancy in, in slaughterhouses, the hamburger golem. <laughs> Avenge me, ham clops. <laughs> You're dry tubs, I'm ham clops. Deal? Okay. I'll take one of my eyes out. I'll lose it naturally on the motorcycle, so it's going to work out. fill that hole full of hamburger. (laughs) Anybody want to touch my ham hole? (laughs) You know hamburgers aren't made of pigs, right, Dave? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) So once you beat ham clops, you move on to my second least favorite level in the game, uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah. It's a it's a tough level, I think. Mm. There's a segment like most of the game, most of that level is like vertically moving through. It's vertical platforming. Yeah, You're just with, moving with up Medusa and up and up heads, the tower. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, naturally Medusa heads. And it's like the reason I don't like that stage is because that whole stage design, every section of it is essentially built to just like have enemies knock you off to your death. Mhm. And it's like the knockback is real in this game, like it is in every Castlevania game. Like an enemy hits you, and you like fly back. Like it's it's like you're getting punched by the Hulk, <laughs> and and you're flying back. Uh, and there's like a segment in it where you're like you that segment you're talking about, like with the Medusa heads <laughs> that are trying to knock you off. Uh, it's kind of got like kind of they're trying to do like this mode seven thing. Where it's like the tower is kind of moving, like swaying back and forth, like a 30 degree angle uh, on either side. Uh, Dig Duggy was watching me play this on Twitch, and I fucking loved the fact that they called it Mode 3.5. Like that stuck with me. I was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good Genesis Dig. Then once you make it to the top of that, there are these, these tiny platforms that you have to jump from. There's a whole bunch of them that mm-hmm. like kind of go around the tower. Yep. And these bone gargoyles swoop in and yep. try to knock you off. Yep. Uh, it's kind of a nightmare. Like they, you need to have plenty of sub-weapon. 
Yeah, which are some boomerangs. boomerangs vary too because you have like a traditional way to use it, and then you can press up and have like the alternate way to to use your subway. Which I thought was really cool. It was very cool. And I figured out way too late in the game, like the <laughs> last level. I'm like, oh, they hold up and use a special <laughs> weapon. It's different. Mm-hmm. That's cool because it's like the boomerangs. <laughs> you instead of throwing one boomerang like you normally would, you throw like three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same with the axe because like the axe is a sub weapon instead in this of game. one arc. It's yeah. It's three of them that, like, don't go in an arc. They kind of yeah. go, like, straight forward. Mm-hmm. And, like, as far as the sub-weapons go, you have, like, most of your normal stuff you'd see in a Castlevania game. The, the axe, the holy water. Uh, you've got, I guess that might be it. Cause axe, I can't, holy water, and boomerang. I can't think special, of another one the, that I picked the up. The special sub, sub yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you've also got like the the stage or the the screen clearing items, which in this game is oh, a mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the book, which like instantly powers up your weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing that I think is really neat is they, I guess, because it was a Genesis game, and they were like, you know what, this game has never been on this platform before. We're gonna change it to make sense, kind of, <laughs> like. Because like in Castlevania games, as a kid, it would always weird. It would it never made sense to me that I collect hearts as ammunition. In this game, you collect rubies as ammunition. Mm. I always think that hearts should be life, not not ammo. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of they change that up, and you you use rubies instead of hearts. But other than that, mechanically, it's it's identical. Yep. Your those rubies, you spend those rubies to use your your sub weapons. And I never really. So I would run out a lot in other Castlevanias, but I feel like I never had any problem keeping myself up in full. I didn't use sub weapons a lot. I did regular. I did, I did like regular Dave style, where it's like hold on to these fucking rubies and sub weapons as long as possible. I probably used the axe more than anything else. The axes, I imagine, a lot handier as uh, John Morris because he doesn't have that sweet like attack up. Up, yeah. That uh, Eric has. Uh, the boss of the Leaning Tower Pisa is a gigantic stone gargoyle, which the first time I fought him... That boss was... The first few times. Mm-hmm. Very, very difficult. But he has tricks. Like, he, there are tricks that you can use against him. Like, mm-hmm. there's, this, there's this part in his attack cycle where he, like, flies to one side of the screen. You are on a ro- you are on top of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah, your, your mobility is very limited. Right. And it's rotating, too, by the way. Uh, so, like, you're, it's constantly moving you, kind of like a conveyor belt. Yeah, so you have to stay in the middle, so right. you're limited in how much it's throwing you around. Yeah, and he's, this, gar- this stone gargoyle is big, and he is flying around from either side. And he's got this attack animation where he'll fly to one side of the screen and he'll just throw rocks at you. He'll throw like three rocks Mm -hmm. and they're really hard to dodge. What I learned later on uh, in a later fight, we'll get there probably, Mm -hmm. is if you just keep attacking him, he will not go into that animation. Like as long as you just stay the fuck on him constantly, Uh, he will go into his last form, which is like he just bounces. His like go ahead and kill me form. Right, yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) When he dies, Mm-hmm. He sounds like a tiny elephant doing a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> it's the fucking best. The first time I heard it, I was like, was that a Wilhelm scream yeah. in a Castlevania <laughs> game? It it sounds very much like it. If I can find, I, I may clip that and post it in okay. the show notes. I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> but you might. There's a chance. But I might. There's, there is a chance. 5% chance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's essentially like rolling a 20. In the D&D game. Mm, okay. I'll tell you what. I'm going to get home and roll 20. If it comes up 20, I'll post it in show notes. All right. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> mm. 
Once that's done, you go to uh, a munitions factory in Germany. That was a little weird. It is a little weird, but I get they wanted to like put that World War One. They wanted to remind you, hey, World War One. Hey, we're 500 years past the last Castlevania. Come on. Right. Yeah, and it does because it These is like. These skeletons, they got helmets on. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're in oil barrels. Yeah. <laughs> we're including things just to remind you that this is the 20th century mm-hmm. that we're in. There are skeletons popping out of oil barrels, throwing bones <laughs> at you. Uh, and then this is kind of like your classic clock tower stage. Really, yep. because it's like a whole bunch of gears. All the gears. They're tr- big ones, small ones that you have to jump from knob to knob. Yeah. And, and like conveyor belts and pistons and a bunch yeah, of sections. Like the, where there are enormous pistons that, that squash, squash you, you. automatic death. Yeah, as you're vertically scrolling. Um, other than that, honestly, like this, th- when I was playing stage four, it kind of reminded me of when we were talking about Kabuki Quantum Fighter, where it felt like the levels weren't really like on this even curve mm-hmm. because like stage four felt so much easier than stage three. Yeah. Uh, and it's because there was, there wasn't as much in po- a possibility for instant death in stage four. Yeah. Uh, the, the boss, the main boss of stage four is I think possibly the worst boss in Castlevania history. It's, it's straight up like this is a Gunstar Heroes boss, 100%. And that's what Drex said, too. I don't remember this from Gunstar Heroes. What the boss looked like to me was a fighter from Balls 3D. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. Because it is like just made up of gears, and it's just like all like wibbly wobbly. Oh, man, it's a gear elemental. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah, it is like a bunch of gears like... Got caught in a human-shaped uh, typhoon or something, <laughs> and it's like I get it. It's, it's changing shapes, you know, to look like other reconfiguring things. itself, and it's like it just—it's not a great boss. It's it looks horrible. Like it really looks bad. It looks—it's not that it looks horrible. It just looks way out of place for a Castlevania game. I feel like this this level does feel like shoehorned in. Like oh, we got to make it sometime period appropriate. Ah shit, we forgot about the World War One angle. Yeah. Oh <laughs> god. Uh, Germany level? Factory? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, factories. Uh, How do we let them know that they're German soldiers? Just a helmet. (laughs) Helmet. Done. Like with the spikes on top? No, 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 not yet. (laughs) Save something for Wolfenstein. All right. And this this level also has, um, as I believe um, bovine bear, Matt Cowan put it, Frankenstein's monster's monster. Uh, the <laughs> tallest version of Frankenstein ever. It's like Frankenstein on stilts, uh, and he's like his weapon is like a yo-yo. <laughs> do you know? What I'm, do you remember them? I don't. For some reason, he's got. Um, he's like he's the mid boss of this level. And you probably don't remember him because he's a fucking breeze. He's got this move where he like slams his hand down on the ground and like sends out an electric spark. And then other than that, he is like oh Uncle Sam on stilts. But he's I don't Frank even think style. I realized that was a mid boss. That's like a mid boss. Like hit 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 gone. That's like, a mid boss. Yeah, uh, he's okay. not too tough, but he is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely worth mentioning. I thought. Uh, once you get past the munitions factory in Germany, uh, you're moving on to Versailles Palace, mm-hmm. France, which mm-hmm. is where I hit a major wall. Yeah. Because uh, it like all starts out in the courtyard. This was, for me, this is the hardest part of the, the game. Yeah. When you're in the garden, and it's oh, cool. Oh, the flowers and shit that switch up your controls. And, and... I think that's neat, because yeah, there are these giant roses that like sprinkle pollen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you get hit by the pollen, it reverses your left and right, mm-hmm. which... 
doesn't sound like a huge problem, but you're like kind of being swarmed by enemies like as it happens. Uh, so it's like you can just like get sprinkled by the pollen and then like just end up walking into a bunch of red skeletons. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then like the worst part of that is this is the hardest enemy in the game. Harder than some of the bosses. There are these swinging the scythers, like yes, the Pokemon scythers. Yes, these vine like they're like monkeys, but they have but they're made of plant material and they've mm-hmm. got like scythe arms mm-hmm. and they swing in these like super wide arcs. arcs. Like there's the between that enemy and the blood fountain with the skeletons, there's like no over like you're gonna get hit. There's no overlap. Like for, there's no safe zone. No. You and you have to like time it. You have to like what I had to do was like study them and be like, okay, this one does one wide swing and then two small swings. So while it's doing the two small swings, let's, axe, axe, yep, axe, let's axe. get in there and kill it. Yep. Uh, and then it's like, you have to go through like a gauntlet of them. Yep. It's really, it's hard. Like I swear I probably spent 35 minutes on that one section of yeah. stage five. Uh, once you get through, it's, uh, it's actually not too bad uh, after that. I think it has one of the coolest bosses in the game. At the very end, uh, you fight Lady Moss. Uh-huh. Uh, you kind of like you're kind of like dumped into this like decrepit garden kind of looking mm-hmm. thing. It's almost like a crypt yep. uh, with like like fl- mm. like decayed floral decorations and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mausoleums. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. And there is this thing in the background that I didn't know what it was. A huge fucking cocoon that's cracked open. And that's ex- mm. with blood like dripping out of it. Mm. I didn't had no idea it was a cocoon. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. It looks like someone cut open a tauntaun in the so back of the make their thing. own vagina back there? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? A homie? Man, this is pretty. I bet I could fuck this real good, but man, there ain't no hole. Oh. You're, you're a genius, man. I'm gonna, I know I'm going to make me a hole. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to make one easy slit. I'm going to make it all jagged. And, <laughs> you know, I can wiggle it around like a key. <laughs> I'm going to fuck this soft blood kiwi. You see, then you see a ghost. Mm, it looks like straight up one of the ghosts in the ballroom from Symphony of the Night. Like, yeah, totally. Standing Absolutely. like stock still with like a white flowing dress. And, mm-hmm. Like it's You hit it and it floats back. Like mm-hmm. it's very elastic. A few hits and it's dead. And then... Boom, Mothra. It turns into out. it turns into a giant night butterfly. Yeah. And uh, it also sprinkles pollen, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this pollen blows up. Yeah, <laughs> this will hurt you and not just like, oh, shit. Um, I thought it was a really, really cool idea for a mm-hmm. boss. Also a very easy boss. Yeah. A super, especially super with, easy especially boss. Especially with Eric, yeah. Yeah. Because Eric, you can just hit straight up and hit uh, it. Yeah, with John, it's, it's a whole different matter. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, and then once that's done, uh, you move on to the Countess's castle, mm-hmm. the hot vampire niece. <laughs> you go to the hot vampire <laughs> niece's house, uh, which is an island in England, uh, not the island of England, an island mm-hmm. off of England called the Castle Proserpina. 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 <laughs> which uh, is aptly named uh, Proserpinina. Mm-hmm. Serpentina, because she's Medusa, it turns out. Uh, uh, you you fight her in her... Uh, this is the last level. You've, which I did not even realize that was Medusa until the credits. Yeah, because... I thought it was just like a dog. <laughs> you thought it was a dog? <laughs> was I like just thought it was flame, a snake. Green flame dog. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... Um, it's a pretty just easy just, fight. It was like a weird dachshund. Just long, <laughs> it's a long dog. <laughs> I do have the ability to understand what dachshunds say. I'm sure you remember oh, that. Yeah, sure. Um, I can't talk back to them, though. Because at least Medusa in 4 was very recognizable. Sure. So this, like, 
Yeah, they felt with designed super well. Yeah, but she does have tiny, tiny snakes on her head. Yeah, tiny. It's like, They're like gummy worms. What's Medusa's feature? Let's just downplay that. Yeah. So it just looks like a yeah. a green floppy. <laughs> yeah, she's a flappy girl. She's a floppy girl. She's a floppy, <laughs> floppy, uh, flame breathing girl. But that's Elizabeth Bartley's second form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once you kill her, uh, it's pretty much like, uh, oh shit! I think she's actually after death. My bad. You fight death first. Oh, you do fight death first. It's a very different death. It's your boss gauntlet death. Right. Uh, he shows up and he's got tarot cards, mm-hmm. which is also kind of like a little Gunstar Heroes, right? With very. like the like the board game kind of yep. thing, yep, yep, yep. where it's like he shows you a bunch of giant tarot cards that spin around. He's like Gambit, kinetic card, uh, <laughs> and then you hope you don't hit any of my ham cards. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You summon Dave Thomas's gold. Oh man. <laughs> Which is one of the which is one of the <laughs> bosses that you have to fight in this gauntlet. You fight the ham golem. You fight <laughs> Dave Thomas's abomination. Uh, you also fight gear golem. Gear, yeah. You fight um, you fight balls 3D, and then um, you fight the stone gargoyle. Jumpy bats. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he, you fight that. He has two wall meat cards that whenever you hit him, it explodes into wall meat. I think he has one wall meat card, oh, okay. and he has two just direct attack cards. Oh, I forgot, yeah, where he just, big flame comes down, then he throws his cards all out again. Right. I wish he had two meat cards, because, yeah. like, I died. Because it is a true boss gauntlet. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, all the all the former bosses that you fought that he summons are weaker than they were, but there's still a bunch. You still have to fight three of them, and then him, and then death. Uh, and death is, as Eric... Not not a difficult fight. I don't know how it is with John, uh, but his super jump, his dragoon ability uh, is like, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best thing. Uh, and because Death floats around and uh, he does that classic, uh, I love the move that Death does where he like stands on like or floats on one side of the screen and like uses the force to pull, to like <laughs> pull you towards him. Yeah. And then he throws a giant scythe at you. Yeah. Uh, the reason I like it is because it's easy to dodge. He pulls you close to him. So you just unload you, you on him. A, you he, can hit he him a whole bunch of stuff. It. Yeah. It's like, you idiot. Why do you even use this one? Come here and stab me. <laughs> Why don't you just stay up in the air? And <laughs> and then I don't summon more bosses. Yeah, throw throw your telekinetic sickles at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, death, this is one of the more easy incarnations of death. It took some learning, though, I thought. Yeah. And it's like, that is one where it's like, it took me several times of going through the level because I'd get to death, I'd die, just learning the fight, and then have to... You enter my password. There's a password system, by the mm. way, um, which you know works like any password system. It just saves how many lives you had when you started that level, and you off you go. Uh, like I'd have to put the password in and do it all over again until I learned the fight, and then I could progress. Yeah, the stage six takes a long time. Like it's not difficult, but it just takes a long time because it is one big boss gauntlet. You're essentially fighting. Mm. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine bosses when you include like all the forms of everything that you're fighting. Yeah. There are nine bosses in this. Do we forget because when do you fight the two faces that look at each other? Oh, I'm sorry. That is in that is in Versailles. Yeah, okay. the two giant Jesuses trying to kiss each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, like I thought it was like that was a really easy boss fight. Just knock those the white orbs it summons hit those, and then they disappear. Just a pillar hit the pillar. Stand there, wait till they reappear. Look at each other. Throw three balls across the screen. Hit those. They disappear. Hit the pillar again. Like sh- shitty concept for a boss. And it really does look like two giant Jesuses about to kiss. <laughs> like it's serious. Like that's the first. I was like Billy Mitchell or Jesus. 
Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> it's actually Billy Mitchell and Jesus <laughs> about to kiss. <laughs> and those those orbs cheat, they summon. Did you cheat Billy? I don't know what you're talking about, Jesus. <laughs> uh, at least you're not Dave Thomas. Come here. Give me give me a sloppy one. <laughs> the orbs they summon are representative of their love. Oh, you have to destroy. It. You have to destroy their love. To destroy that permanent pillar. Mm-hmm. The pillar of their love. Uh, let's see. Then Elizabeth Bartley. I thought her fight before she turns into Medusa is mm-hmm. actually interesting mm-hmm. because, like, it's all about you can't deal damage. She summons orbs and, like, they're spinning around. Like, she'll summon four orbs. And the goal is to hit her. Each time you hit her, one of the orbs is destroyed. Mm-hmm. She doesn't take damage, but one of the orbs is destroyed. Uh, you have to destroy all four orbs uh, before uh, they all combine together. If mm-hmm. they combine together, uh, it summons enemies, and you have to fight those enemies, mm-hmm. and she's dealt no damage. But if you if you destroy them all in time, it deals a little bit of damage. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting mm-hmm. fight mechanic. I thought that was cool. And like the game does have some interesting boss fights. Yeah. And what you be her Medusa form, she turns back into Elizabeth Bartley, mm-hmm. crawls back into her little carriage, screams, and her melts and her clothes, clothes fall off. Down I, yeah, I like that. Like that part a they, lot. Like like pouring out spaghetti, they just roll out of the stairs <laughs> and in, into your path, and you just walk over them. I, dude, like when her clothes fell off, like I t- I did that thing where I just kind of like scooted over away from them because like I didn't know if they were like turn into snakes or something. It just hit me now that she looks like girl Captain Planet because of her blue skin and she green does. hair. She does. Like the hottest version of girl Captain Planet ever. Technically, she's a necromancer because she's trying to raise Dracula. Yeah. So Nikki would have to allow me to Oh, you could have sex with, with her. her. That's I, true. I'm allowed yeah. to have sex with her. Yeah. So it's <laughs> on the record. It's on the record. <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart. It's this girl cosplaying as Elizabeth Bartley. Technically, she's a necromancer. Technically a necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> and then is Dracula after that? That's Dracula, baby. Okay. It's Dracky. Uh, and he has three forms. Mm-hmm. He's got his pretty much his normal form that you've seen since Castlevania One. Yeah. His human ish form, uh, and then he turns into like Wizard Dracula uh, and kind of, or Specter Dracula, mm-hmm. and he like flies around and summons like he flame strikes you and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and then he turns into um, what Drex referred to as, and I assume the speedruns referred to as uh, Cookie Monster Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, he turns into the Cookie Monster, essentially mm-hmm. a giant Cookie Monster. Uh, he kind of reminds me of, like the crab people from South Park. Crab people. <laughs> uh, and that form has three sub forms, uh, <laughs> yeah. where he throws scythes at you that erupt in columns mm-hmm. of flame. Is his is one form, and then the other form he turns red, and then his um, he kind of has. You know how like Satan in Ghosts and Goblins has that face on his crotch? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got that. Dracula's yeah, yeah. got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it shoots fire at you. And uh, his third form is like purple. He'll and he turns to bone. And every time he tries to just stomp on you. Yeah, and just throws bones in a direction you're not always facing. So it, <coughs> that I found easy because with Eric, 
I could just trap him in the corner and just keep doing the upward yeah. thrust. Yeah. And he was just locked there. Because you're so invincible would, during it. I would pretty much just lock him down. It became easier for me when I was told that those bones don't do any damage. They're oh, just for decoration. That. I assume that they dealt damage. <laughs> the only thing that deals damage in that last bit is him touching you. Oh, well, that's kind of mm-hmm. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, because it totally like feels like the game does a good job of like scaring the fuck out of you. Yeah. Like these bones, because like they explode, man. Yeah. Like when he when he jumps and lands and the bones like they explode out from him. They look like they would hurt. Um, and if it makes sense that they would hurt because it's like you got enemies dropping pollen on you that explodes. You got a wolf that howls and pains a glass break, and you got to like dodge the glass. I would mm. think shards of shards bone, of bone. <laughs> would hurt. Yeah. Eh, they don't. Well, I have no idea. So there we go. Uh, and that's the end of the game. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. Yep. <laughs> Pretty. No, I did, I did. I'm. I'm glad I have this game under my belt now. Yeah, me too. I meant to ask you if you'd ever played this game before. No, I'd always wanted to, but never played it before. Have you ever played Dracula X? No, because I, I more to that too. Think that's the last sixteen-bit Castlevania oh, game that we've shit. got. Oh shit! All right. I hear it as a weird one. Like, Good. I hear it's a weird one that like doesn't really fit the formula. I like Jason X, so I'm sure I'll like yeah, Dracula right. X. <laughs> what other? I like Malcolm X. I mean, yeah, I like all the X's. True. <laughs> Mega Man X. Yeah. Yeah. You name an X, I like X Men. X gonna give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> DMX. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I prefer like if you were to set this and Super Castlevania Four in front of me, I'd go for I'd go for Bloodlines. Bloodlines. Yeah, right. I, it is a it is kind of weird because it is uh, a Genesis game. Like it doesn't like that is kind of weird. Like it doesn't it like it doesn't feel. It feels like sacrilegious almost mm-hmm. because it's like wait 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 a minute it's on a it's on the Genesis yeah but like I don't know once I get past that it's like <laughs> yeah but it's a really it's a really nice game I did really love that last set of stairs going up to fight Dracula and you get that the classic music yeah but it was yeah. kind of a rock yeah twist to absolutely it. that was really nice dude I thought the music in this game was great music was really good I thought the music was great I thought the sound was not good I the music had a tinny quality that I just come to expect with the Genesis sure but they still made it work a sound effects I thought were fucking shitty. Yeah, the sound effects are not great. They were weird, they didn't fit, yeah. they were shitty. And it's like when you jump and like land on the ground, it sounds like it sounds it's like just, a lock or something, like someone like locking a door. Like it doesn't sound, it doesn't yeah. have any oomph in the way like it. the kind of sparkle like when you swing your whip, like it didn't mm. like, it, yeah, a lot of the sound effects I just didn't think they, did, they didn't make sense to me, but that's here nor there. So yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. I, I, I um, read that on, on Wikipedia that the composer went on to compose future Castlevania games. Like, this was, I, I believe, her uh, first foray into Castlevania. Like, she did all the music for Symphony of the Night. Oh, okay. Well, which is wonderful sense. music. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. Um, and so, yeah. And uh, sounds a lot better uh, not on a Genesis. <laughs> you doing all right? Yeah, just coffee boy. Yeah. You take some NyQuil? I will. After this, yeah, <laughs> take a little nappy poo. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I got. I feel like we covered that pretty well. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah, I feel man. good about it. All right. Do you have any achievements for this game? No, no. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I did beers you played the shit else. out of it. I yeah, for, yeah. I totally forgot. I enjoyed it so much to think about it. achievements. I do. I understand that. Uh, Bible beater. You can like Bible beater by getting that book that unlocked the. Upgrades your weapon. Apparently, it's only a 50-50 shot, whether it upgrades it or not. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And I think it's a Bible. It could be wrong. It looks like a Bible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think they call it in the 
instruction manual. I don't think they call it a spell book, but that's a Bible. It's a Bible. That's a Bible. Yeah. It's a spell book. <laughs> you read spells it's from Jesus it. Do you not? Book. <laughs> that's all Proverbs is, just fucking spells. <laughs> That's Song like, of Psalms, that's boner spells. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> absolutely it is. Or Song of Solomon, rather. I didn't I didn't know any difference. That's the one where that's that's sort of the erotic poem, Song of Solomon. The, the erotic Bible. poem. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a sexual poem. Uh what that's I believe that's the book where they talk about like these dudes with giant dicks that come like donkeys. <laughs> Wait, like, what? <laughs> I'll have to look it up to give you the quote. Please do. Uh, I'll give you the achievements that Twitch chat came up with in the meantime. I really want to hear this. I want to hear this Bible smut. Uh, first achievement I've got, I'm supposed to read this in groundskeeper Willie's voice. Uh, so I'm not going to be able to do that. Quiet. You want to get sued? Uh, in order to unlock quiet, you want to get sued? Uh, you need to play the game with the sound on and an Electra Records executive next to you, uh, sues you for ripping off Dr. Feels Good. Uh, because... Uh, uh, Doctor Feelgood, sorry, mm. because the opening, like the in level one, like it, the it starts up and you're getting into it, and I swear to you, the first thing I thought was, it sounds like I'm the one they call Doctor Feelgood. Yeah. Like I mean, it's just like it was like immediate, and it was like I'm not gonna be able to shake this, like for the entire fucking game. Uh, and credit goes to Faceful of Alien Wing Wong for that for nice. that achievement. Did you find it? The, the Bible it's, smut? It's not, it's not Song of Solomon. It's in Ezekiel 23.20. There she lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were like those of donkeys. Wait, his what? Whose genitals were like those of donkeys and whose emission was like that of horses. Jesus. So you long for the lewdness of your youth. The lewdness? Egypt, your bosom was caressed and your young breast fondled. Ezekiel twenty three twenty. Man, I like that. Is that where the term donkey dick comes from? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the Bible. The, Bi- the Bible had the first size queen. I'm gonna look this up in Urban Dictionary right now. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope Urban Dictionary does like quote the Bible and like <laughs> everything. You better be hung like a donkey, come like a come fucking like horse, a- bro, <laughs> or fucking go home. You ain't, you're not crossing these young breasts. Uh-uh. Uh, did you know? True fact. Uh, that's the only uh, verse of the Bible uh, that was written by Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> uh, second achievement I've got is, uh, I love this one. I'll let you cough first. Thank you. <laughs> she gave me harpies. <laughs> uh, in order to unlock she gave me harpies, uh, you need to get swarmed by harpies in the Tower of Pisa uh, in, uh, in doing it wrong. Because mm. uh, there is a classic Castlevania moment in this game in the Tower of Pisa where harpies swoop in with carrying fleamen and they drop those fleamen oh, off. Oh, and fucking thing. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a classic. It's a, cl- it's a Castlevania staple, and I love that mm-hmm. it's in this game. Uh, credit for that achievement goes to Brooks. Arnold, a.k.a. Fixer, uh, on Twitch. Um, third achievement, Tyler. Mm-hmm. This comes from Edgelord Kyle. If you play the cards right, you can put your mouth on my spear. Uh, in order to unlock, if you play the cards right, you can put your mouth on my spear. Uh, kill a Medusa head with your spear tip. Nice. <laughs> achievement four, coming from Sandwich Pope Phil. Open wide for Chunky. Uh, in order to unlock Open Wide from Chunky, I'm sure you remember the classic game that that is from, right? Oh, yeah. No. That is one of the many phrases, the extreme 90s phrases, that show up on the um, 
jumbotrons as you're fighting in Balls 3D. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> now you say that shit. Uh, and Phil told me that actually open wide for Chunky is a catchphrase from like a 1950s candy bar commercial. And it is like... I watched it and it is fucking bizarre and frightening because it's like it's so old that it doesn't know how to not be creepy. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> the like it's playing the song like "Open Wide for Chunky" and then it like zooms in closely on children's mouths eating the candy bar. It is just like I mean, Chunkies are good, but have you had Chunkies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? They're yeah. still around? Yeah. What? Seriously? Yeah, it's like uh, chocolate with uh, like raisins and peanuts. I didn't. Where do you get these at Cracker Barrel? You can't get them at Cracker Barrel. Right? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Is that <laughs> exclusively where they're sold? I bought sold? one at Walgreens the other day. No mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go square g- silver candy bar. I'm gonna go get a chunky. I'm gonna I, go open wide. Good. I, I think I'm gonna go open wide for chunky. <laughs> uh, the only chunky I was familiar with is Campbell's Chunky Soup. Uh, where they'd have that, I like mean, I, I tell Melissa that in a totally different, totally different context. Yeah, you're like uh, Ezekiel twenty three twenty. Get ready for this donkey. Get kick. ready for your horse submission. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did someone order a horse submission? That's your role play. You come clomp again. Chicka 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 chunkies horse submissions. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, that, that that could be a T-shirt. Chunky's more submissions. <laughs> That's a much worse. Since, since 1912. Mm, that commercial's a lot creepier. <laughs> Man, you remember that remember that 1950s commercial where those kids are just drinking out of a horse like a hose? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like our horse milk hose? <laughs> Man, you remember? You, what's, what? Hmm. <laughs> Who could we get to sponsor our candy bar? Well... Uh, the guy who played Wilbur and Mr. Ed's dead. Uh, how about Mr. Hands? <laughs> nah, he's dead too. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, so in order to unlock open wide for Chunky, you need to beat the gear boss. All right, all right. Achievement number five. This comes from 404 Lord Paul Pig. We fart in your general direction. In order to unlock, we fart in your general direction. Uh, by the way, there were so many achievement submissions, like so well, many, uh, and a good majority of them were Monty Python. <laughs> were Holy so Grail. bad, I'm not reading. Them. They were actually all like they were all really good. Yeah. I had a really really hard time, but I did think it was great because like there were a bunch of Holy Grail uh, quotes, and I think it's because early on in the game, like the first boss fighting that armored knight and his body parts are flying off, it mm. was very like reminiscent of the Black Knight and. Holy Grail. Uh, okay. Uh, so in order to unlock, we fart in your general direction. All you need to do is uh, beat the stupid French monsters in uh, in the Palace of Versailles. <laughs> Versailles, sorry, uh, and get the fuck Versailles. Out. Versailles. Is Versailles. How we say it here in Western Kentucky. <laughs> Versailles. Uh, what else did I have? Um, it's no Phoenix down, but it'll do. And you unlock that by. Whenever you go in Atlantis, glitch out the boss on the right so only the left one spawns, which is like that boss in the Veld whenever you kill him <laughs> wow. and then he approaches from the back of you undead. So I don't know the Veld tricks. Because that was uh, where, whenever you find Realm like down and you go over that behemoth jumps out at you and you kill him and then suddenly the oh, undead version yeah. from yeah, the undead behind one. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to replay Final Fantasy VI. It's been a long time. Yeah, man. It's been since we talked about it. Shit, yeah. I mean, even long, on the about show. That long for, well, I did my challenge, but that was mm-hmm. before even that, so I didn't play it all the way to completion. 
You didn't get that horse submission. No, no. <laughs> I just I just edged it for a while. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I got a couple questions for you. Hell yeah. The first of which is mm-hmm. how much do you think this game is on price charting? If you were to buy this right now used, how much do you think you'd pay for it? I think because it's late. Mm-hmm. It's not punctual. Genesis games also not as expensive as Super Nintendo games, and they their case being hard. Um, I'm gonna lower it down to like a donkey dick. S- like, oh, like a donkey dick. <laughs> Seventeen dollars. Tyler, mm-hmm. actual retail value of Castlevania Bloodlines used on average on PriceCharting.com at the time of this recording is forty six dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, forty six dollars. <laughs> Because I originally had 35 in my head, but I was like, oh, Genesis games usually aren't that expensive. That's pretty expensive. Do you think it's worth it? Uh, I'm sure there's another platform to play it on. If it's on a virtual console or anything, then that's then $46. So you're, endorse, no. you're endorsing piracy? I mean, yeah. I'm endorsing piracy <laughs> <Mr. Bay. laughs> Tyler, I've got another question for you. Mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, mm-hmm. what kind of beard would it be? I would give it the the nice, sensible mustache of Heath Ledger as Jacob Grimm in The Brothers Grimm. Is that any good? I don't know. It just watching clips of it just feel like it fit this mystique. Mystique's in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. She play, <laughs> she plays both of them. Jennifer Lawrence or uh, Uncle Jesse's ex wife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, that sums mm-hmm. up how you feel about it. What kind of glasses would you give it? I would give it the spectacles of Matt Damon as Wilhelm Matt Grimm. Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, he plays the other Grimm he plays brother. The other Grimm brother. What's his name? Matt, Will, Matt Wilhelm. Grimm. Matt Grimm. Wilhelm. Like Matt, Wilhelm Matt, Scream. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Demon. Matt Demon. He's a reoccurring villain in Castlevania. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hit a giant demon just Matt, <laughs> Matt. pop up. It's like in a, a side scrolling like beat him up. <laughs> you know, like their names pop up. Matt, Jeff, Troy. <laughs> I like those. Good beards and glasses. Barbara. Barbara the demon. <laughs> uh, and also a player, a tennis player in Super Tennis. <laughs> and one of the... I remember that because I was making fun of the name Barbara, <laughs> and Meg was like, that's my mom's name. So I was like, oh, well. Your mom's got a dumb name. <laughs> right <laughs> That's essentially what I did What's say. What's your mom, like 60? Yeah? Okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, fine. I also have an Aunt Barbara, so I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> She's sweet. Not good at tennis. <laughs> There's, uh, and then one of the, in Shining Force Sword of Haja, one of the generals of the demon army, Barbara. Is it really? <laughs> it That's is. awesome. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I got a bunch of other questions Fuck for yeah, you. I know we're going it. long. We are, but let's do it. I, pl- I wanted to take some calls, but I don't think we're going to be able to. Nah. Uh, I've got a quiz that was sent to us by maybe potentially new title quiz master, Matt Cowan. That's pretty good. Uh, bovine bear, Matt Cowan. Uh, it's, he sent me a quiz, and he sent me an answer key. The problem with the answer key is, like... I've got no way of reading one answer. Melissa, with... are you out there? Oh, nope. <laughs> she could be a quiz. She could, like, yeah. yeah, give us the quiz. I've got no way of reading the answers without seeing, like, all of them. Uh, so maybe, maybe I could pull her in for this. Okay. All right. So, so to help us take this quiz, we've brought in Choco Chica. <laughs> She's trying to use my phone. And it keeps turning off. Uh, because the way that it was sent in, there's a 
I can't remember if this was mentioned already or not. I can't remember how much conversation we had on mic and how much conversation we had off mic. Uh, but there are two emails that Matt sent us, and it's essentially impossible for me to like not see the answers when I check one answer. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to spoil it for us. I want us to fail this because we're totally going to fail this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to fail it on our own merit. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll read the questions. Uh, and then Tyler, you and I will try our best, mm-hmm. and then we will um, look to Chaco Chica, and she will tell us how wrong we were, okay, and give us perfect. the correct answer. All right, part one. I Matt name a duo that pertains to a vampire-related book, video game, comic book, or movie. Tyler and Dave. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's you and me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Must name the corresponding title. Ham clops and dry tubs. Right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ham clops and dry tubs. Add it again. <laughs> Failing another quiz. That's what I, uh, when they're like, oh, what name should we put on your motorcycle permit? Would you like the <laughs> one that's on your driver's license? No. Ham clops. No, no, I thought everybody knows me as. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any aliases, Mr. Moore? Ham clops. Ham clops. <laughs> I, want a, I want a vanity plate that reads <laughs> ham clops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question one. Mm-hmm. Lestat. And Lewis. Interview with the Vampire. You're pretty confident about that? You sounded confident. Lestat is Interview with the Vampire. Lestat, okay. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. So let's go with Interview Mm -hmm. with the Vampire. Chaco Chica? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it's Interview with the Vampire. Good job, Dry Tubs. Ham clops letting us down. (laughs) Uh, Number two, The Count and Renfield. The Count and Renfield. Renfield is, that's, um, that's Dracula. And The Count is from Sesame Street. It's true. Because uh, I, I know Renfeld from doing uh, Seven Brides for Dracula in high school. Uh, what is Seven Brides for Dracula? Uh, play? Yeah, Dracula. That's when he f- first brought on like Lucy and turned Lucy. Lucy is also the vampire from... Like Lucille Ball? Yes, just like Lucille Ball. <laughs> You're right. Uh, what is the... She, the uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, Lucy okay. was the vampire in that, and she was oh, one of the Seven Brides okay. for Dracula. okay, okay. Do you remember that time Desi Arnaz got really mad at Lucy because she turned into <laughs> a vampire? <laughs> she and Ethel got jobs at the factory. Lucy! <laughs> came back all pale. <laughs> uh, I need blood for sustenance. <laughs> and cigarettes. <laughs> blood and cigarettes. Uh, I don't want, for a media, I want to say, though. The Count and Renfield. I have no idea. This, you're this, you're going to excel at this. I'm not. So I feel like Dracula is sort of like his Igor, like his minion. I mean, you could also just go with straight Dracula, maybe. Drac- Bram Stoker's? Bram Stoker's Bram Dracula. Stoker's Dracula? Sure, All right, let's go. do it. Chaco Chica? Ding, ding. Yeah! All right. <laughs> all right. I don't know why your ham clops got excited. You essentially <laughs> got all that. I was like, let's just say it. Because what was it? Uh, Seven Brides for Dracula was the, the one play starring me, Jacob York, and Chriselle Staus of soap opera fame. Yeah, what soap was she on? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Was she one of the seven brides? Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number three. Seth and Richie Gecko. Seth and Richie Gecko. It's like a Geico commercial? Like, were were they like the cavemen? (laughs) Seth. Seth is what's... Because it's the Gecko. Freddy died by fire. Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the Gecko brothers are... um, Dustal Dawn. Yep. Nice, dude. Nice pull, man. Josh, I used to watch that several times with Josh. Josh loved the monologue. I'm not going to go over the monologues since Chaco Chica is here, but... Um, oh, Cheech's? Cheech's monologue from <laughs> Dustal Dawn. All the cats so. he had? <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sale? All the different kinds of cats. cats. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, my favorite is the fat cat that he was had for sale. All right. Number four, the two Corys. The two Corys. Lost, lost, lost boys. boys. It's totally mm-hmm. Lost Boys. Chaco Chica? Mm-hmm. We got All it? Right. Number five. Now my phone went to sleep. Uh, Eric Brooks and Abraham. Is it Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? That's what I would go with. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln you Vampire, want, you want to go Vampire with it? Hunter or Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Vampire Slayer? I can't remember. It's, I can't it's remember one which one it is. Chaco Chica? It says Blade. Blade. Oh, Blade. We were close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I've seen like Blade Two once, like in the theater. That's the only Blade media I've ever consumed. I haven't seen any of the Blade movies. Mm, yeah, I, I hate saying that I haven't seen anything because what happens when I say that I haven't seen a movie? It's like inevitably, like tomorrow. I'm gonna well, welcome to my world, David. <laughs> well, you're you're killing this, man. You were slaying this like Cheech slayed all those cats in a slumdog in, in a slumdog millionaire sort of way. <laughs> Bringing it back to the office, <laughs> Dunder Mifflin picnics, <laughs> Slumdog Millionaire style. Um, all right, let's see. Number six, Kane and Raziel. That oh, sounds that's a video game. That's yeah. like, um, is it the Legend of Kane? God, because it Kane, might be Kane, the Legend of Kane. Kane is Kane the vampire, right. and then he has Raziel. I remember those. I remember playing those games. I had, I had. That's what it has Two to be. Two of the Raziel games. Right? I haven't, I've never played any of them, oh. but I'm familiar. I'm like, I've heard of that franchise. Yeah, maybe Legend of, I can't remember exactly. Legend of Kane? Let's go with that. I can't think of anything better. Chaco Chica? I'm pretty sure because it says Legacy of Kane. Legacy, Legacy of, of Kane. Kane. Okay. Ha- well, let's give ourselves half credit. Yep, half credit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number God, seven. I haven't thought about those games in forever. N- number seven, Eric and John. The Castlevania Bloodlines. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and if it's not it, then you're wrong. <laughs> Chaco Chica? Mm-hmm. All right, we got it. And at the end of it, it says, duh. Duh. The funniest part about that is I read it and I was like, I have no oh, idea. Oh, man, Eric John. I have no the idea. The Bible? <laughs> right? All right, part two of the quiz. <laughs> I, Matt, give a clue that pertains to a specific vampire from video game history. Tyler and Dave, that's us, mm-hmm. must name the corresponding character in the form of a question. Okay. Number eight. Mm-hmm. From the Metal Gear series. <laughs> I know. Womp womp. I know. I know. I'm already, I've already mm-hmm. lost. Many consider him to not even be an actual vampire. Well. Revolver awesome. I know, right? <laughs> uh... Big I, big boss. Vincent from Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to go Revolver Ocelot just because I always like that name. All right. Revolver Who Ocelot. Who is Revolver Who Ocelot? Is? Chaco Chica? It says Vamp. Vamp? vamp. <laughs> da- dang it. <laughs> I have never heard of that character. Yeah. Sorry. Not a, not a strong suit of V-A-M-P. Yeah. That's Vamp. Not, not a real vampire. Just has the name Vamp. <laughs> right. They have conversations behind Vamp's back. Do you think Vamp's a vampire? Or do you think... I think just pick that name for attention. Yeah, yeah probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number nine. She hacks and slashes her enemies to make it rain up in here. Who is Blood Rain? Yes, who is Blood Rain? Chaco Chica? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. As a movie, we need to do sometime. We do need to do, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of doing more movies for Patreon. Yeah. Because it is fun to do. It goes over well. It's, yeah, it's fun to yep. do movies. Uh, number 10... This is for all the marbles. Well, then why do we do all the other questions? <laughs> we should just. If that's for this. all the marbles. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, answer both of these vampires correctly, and I'll just give you guys the whole damn quiz. Uh, appearing in the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion and Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, respectively, one vampire is found in the Dark Brotherhood Chidenhall Sanctuary and offers the player a dark gift. The other is found in the Dark Brotherhood Falkreath Sanctuary and is a forever child. I'm supposed to give the names of these characters. Mm-hmm. I remember them, but I do not. I like who is Earl and who Toe Jam. is <laughs> who is Toe Jam and who is Earl? <laughs> Jago Chica, did we get it right? Um, I don't know because I can't read it. All right, we, did, we didn't. Yeah, we, no, we didn't get it. Let's see. That's the last question, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Vincente, Valteri, and Babette. Are you not up on your Italian? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yes, we appreciate it. Uh, I wish I had chocolate to give you in payment, but I don't, unfortunately. Maybe next time I come we'll over. We'll get you some chocolate. Yeah, we'll get you some chocolate. Thank you for letting <laughs> me be on the show. Yeah, no you bet. All right, now we can All say right, fuck. All right, she's gone. We say fuck. Now we say All fuck. Right. <laughs> I've been building it up. Fuck, 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 fuck. I've been building up like <laughs> like horse cum. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your fuckly horse submission. Uh, I think that's it. I yeah. think we're done. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. We're YouTube stars. Did you know that? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so don't miss the next episode. What did we agree to talk about? It was uh, it was your idea. You're right. Now I remember. So I hope, because I don't remember the name of the game. What is Super it? Super Buster Brothers, starring Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins. He's agreed to do it? Game. Yep. Awesome. He's all good. Awesome. Awesome. It'll be, I love Phil. It'll be fun he, he was ecstatic fun. whenever I asked Really? Him, so, yeah. Uh, be prepared for him to, like, mention that he wants us to do a whole bunch of bass fishing games, because he's been really talking uh-huh, about those recently. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so those things is really funny to Phil. So. <laughs> he legitimately enjoys them, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I kind of want to play them because I'm curious. And it's like, I like fishing when I was a kid, but it's like, <sighs> oh. how in the world? world are we going to talk about a fishing game? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? We'll have to figure it out. What do you think about that boss? The fish boss. The the, the bass boss. Man, he was hard to reel in. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, he fought. (laughs) Man. Then Matt can do a sweet bass quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Big mouth Billy Bass. Yeah, the big mouth (laughs) Billy Bass quiz. Uh, Let's see. um, Hey, do you want to send us something? We've got a few packages. Uh, we had intros we wanted to go through this week, but we've got some mm-hmm. packages open next week. Yep. So, Shadowrunner Cody sent something recently. Yeah, he did. So if you want to send us something to contribute to some intros, so you send that to Tadpog, Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. You can call us if you want. Uh, we wanted to take calls this episode, but then uh, we ran super long. Yeah. This has been a long one. I thought this. I thought we were gonna be in and out, uh, mm-hmm. but I talked about dying on a motorcycle been, for a long time. It's been a horsely episode. It, yeah, it's been a muley episode <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, you can call us if you want at two seven zero eight eight three two five five five. Try to keep that call under three minutes, or you'll get cut off, uh, and you'll have to call back. And then there's no guarantee that we'll play those both of those calls in the same episode. It'll be all kinds of weird. Uh, you can also find us, we mentioned this earlier, on Patreon, patreon.com slash Tadpog. Uh, thank you very much to everybody who's donating to us. We do really appreciate it. There, uh, We just released an episode on Adam Sandler's movie Pixels, uh, which you can find on there. Uh, along with all the bonus episodes that we've done, there's videos of 
us eating spicy things and some of us throwing up. Uh, there's a bunch of there's we try to do cool shit on there. We uh, do have to take photographs with waifu pillows. We have not forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. Just want to let you know we haven't done it yet, but yep. we have not forgotten yep. about it. No, it, is go- it is going to it's happen. going to happen. Swear, swear, swears. Uh, even though everyone's been really cool about it and has not even mentioned it. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, just the phone number. Yeah, we got the phone. Oh, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for Tadpog. Mm-hmm. There's a Facebook group, Tadpog Nation. There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. Um, lots of memeing. Memeing, memeing going on. Uh, you can the, find the, us the memes, the memes, all the 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 dankest memes, the dankest memes. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter. We're at tadpog underscore podcast, uh, and we do have a Discord server. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hit me up if you want that. I guess I'm very inactive on there. Hey, uh, play Empires and Puzzles with me. Get that, get that app, and then tell me. They're like, I hey, I'm playing it. I'm pretty strong. I, I haven't like, done it yet. All right. You're talking to me directly. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Because I, I don't think I'm going to do it. That's all right. Yeah. I don't it's think all right. I'm going to do it. It's all right. Um, is that it? Our theme song Probably. is Moves by Sigma Drives. And link, link to that track in the show, show notes at tapbox.com. Mm-hmm. How you want to close this out, dude? Uh, like Cheech? Nah, we can't do that. Scratch, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Like our favorite, our favorite barnyard animal from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> So until next time. <laughs> oh, it's the same one. We're about the horse. We're about the horse coming a bunch. You were like, you were like. I was a horse. I was like, fuck it, I'll be a donkey. Yeah, thank, I appreciate donkey, it. You, know, you be the horse, I'll be the donkey. You were like one we'll of the. Fuck, we'll make a deal. <laughs> you were like one of the boys in Pinocchio going to that fucking island. Damn right. Where they smoke cigars. Where it's theorized that Donkey from Shrek is one of them. <laughs> Oh, yeah! I remember you telling me that. And now a dramatic reading by Tyler Holland. All right. Pussy. Pussy. (laughs) Pussy. Come on in, pussy lovers. Here at the Titty Twister, we're slashing pussy in half. Give us an offer on our vast selection of pussy. <laughs> this is a pussy blowout. All right. We got white pussy, black pussy, Spanish pussy, yellow pussy. We got hot pussy, cold pussy. We got wet pussy. We got smelly pussy. We got hairy pussy. <laughs> Bloody pussy, we got snapping pussy. We got silk pussy, velvet pussy, not <laughs> naga hide pussy. Naga hide? Never, like the monster I've naga? never seen that written down before. <laughs> we even got horse pussy, dog pussy, chicken pussy. No donkey pussy. No Come meal on. Pussy. You want pussy? Come on in, <laughs> pussy lovers. If we don't got it, you don't want it. Come on in, pussy lovers. Suicideboys.fun. <laughs> that was a reading from Seven Brides of Dracula. <laughs> Starring Trishel <Trichelle> Stout. <laughs>